This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Microphone. Yeah, you're so fucking. Uh, wait. Yeah, it sounds like we're in the front front row of Stomp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Wow. It's been a while since you've been here, Jack. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while for a lot of things. So. I don't do an intro anymore. We just start talking. So we're oh, we've great. started. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've reinvented the podcast wheel, boys. Well, I just wanted to do less and less work because Corey may, keeps making me come back. That's true. So it's all on me. Uh, it's it's like sex with his wife. He just doesn't want to be involved at all. <laughs> no, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Ba-boomps. Can I take off my outsider cosplay? I'm really, really hot now. <laughs> no. Oh, is that what that is? Oh, God, I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> What's the temperature like out there in Brooklyn? 56. Uh, it is 57. Oh. Um, I didn't go outside today, though. Oh, it's 54 here. We're, We're not supposed to. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, I, went, I, uh, I bumped into the, my pizzeria guy down the street, and uh, I haven't seen him in a while, so I just instinctively went for a handshake. I was like, hey, how's it going? And everybody just looked at me like I just said Hitler was right. <laughs> I, I felt it was just an instinct. I felt like such an asshole. It, to be fair, Hitler my roommate, was really my roommate, but just certain social sex were the ones that he wanted to keep the fuck away from him. Yeah, no, my roommate literally went, "You're still doing handshakes." <laughs> I used it to my benefit. Uh, I had to go into work, and the director was like the only other person, and he came out of the bathroom when I was going in, and I just walked away, and I'm like, I don't want to be near you. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I totally understand. I just didn't fucking want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm not. My instincts are still weird because uh, I am an essential employee. So I'm going into work every day. But there's like less than 5% of our our workforce is in our building. Mm. So it's us, a couple people from the cafe, a couple of engineering teams, uh, the, the maintenance people. And so like... I'm still somewhat normalized and and then at the same time like completely confused as to where everybody is. I, I, Aaron's got it a little bit different because she goes to work in retail and has people who come to the store or just random like, I need to go to the Home Depot right now. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> the Home Depot, well, Menards, which means nothing to Jack and Kevin, but they stopped allowing kids under the age of 16 and all pets inside. Right. And like Costco here is limited to like 60. Well, that's no fun. Well, I they let pets in in the first place. Um, I didn't know they allowed pets inside that weren't service animals, but apparently this was a big deal that they had to change. Yep. 
bring one of your chickens. Wouldn't be the weirdest thing, I'm sure. Just shit um, all over everything. Is there a link I can share? I fucking am still waiting for the the, the uh, live thing to show up on our YouTube page. I don't know what that means. So this goes straight to your YouTube. It's supposed to, but here, let me restart this. And, that, and that's how people watch it. Fucking, people yeah. watch you guys on YouTube like they used to. But yep. You're just using a different interface. It, I had I struggle so much with this stuff. It really it's hard, it's hard for my brain to wrap it up. Yeah, so no, we, this is kind of what we did. talked about this a couple of times. This is what we kind of did to replace um, Hangouts. YouTube what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hangouts on air no, went away. Let me see. <laughs> just want some, should, it should just be like really simple. I agree. It should be that somebody steps up and makes it really simple, but no one has decided to do that yet. I guess like Zoom, Zoom is dominating everything else. They should just come up with like a podcast app, and and then they could just get all of your private information at the same time because Zoom <clears throat> is dominating everything else and wasn't yeah. really ready for it. I know. Let them have it. I don't care. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's kind of a mess. Oh, fuck this. I'm just going to use it. I think it's, 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 they're a consumer grade thing, and they've suddenly gone into the business grade for a lot of places, and that's what they weren't set up for. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wish I had bought stock, though. Oh, God. Yeah. In Zoom? But why, why any? I mean, if you're going to buy stock, now is probably the perfect time. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I don't have any money, though. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> there's the catch all. Yeah. 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 You need money to make money. Uh, so wait, so there's no link then. Give me a second, I'll get you one. How are you guys? It's been a while. How are you, Corey? Good to see you. I like your setup. Thank you very much. I, I'm just starting to accumulate more and more stuff. Like last week, I decided to put the pets.com. I was about to here. say, is that the pets.com? That is. Try to get the burger. Try to get the burger. <laughs> I love that. I love that thing. Love, love, uh, love the pets.com dog. Not the biggest fan of uh, Michael Ian Black. In things or of him personally? Personally. Just seems uh, fairly insufferable to me. I, don't know. I, I wonder if that's a character that he's playing too. Because I feel like Paul F. Tompkins kind of does the same thing as well. It's like he just, he, he's so funny, but he plays really prickish. And I can't yeah. tell if he's legitimately a prick or if he, he's just so good at that character. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But no, um, I get it. I totally get it. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I hate I hate giving my opinions on celebrities because it's like, who the fuck knows? Who knows? Right. Uh, All right. I think I got this now. What are we drinking, boys? I have. Wow, that's a that's a throwback. I have this angry chair, untitled art, uh, barrel aged chocolate, vanilla, maple, imperial stout. Which is yeah, that sounds throwback. very very nice. Uh, I forgot I had this. I thought it was something else. And now I've just been drinking through my basement. Um, someone actually wanted this because Jack, please don't die. Um, because I thought it was the hazelnut one. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to drink it. And then I was pleasantly surprised. And I noticed when I sent someone else a picture thinking it was still the hazelnut. Wrap your mind around that one. Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. Right, man, fucking. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Did you start sweating from coughing? Yeah, every everything makes me sweat. <coughs> you know that song gonna make you sweat? I was just gonna go into CNC Music Factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was written about me. <laughs> yeah. Everybody it's... jack now. <laughs> uh... It has a different context. 
Uh, I'm drinking apricot LaCroix. That that's real? Ooh. Yeah, it, it literally tastes like the apricot dum dum pops. Ooh. But melted. <sighs> Alright. So YouTube says we're live, but I don't see the video show up. So we're halfway there. Um So you don't do an intro, you just kind of start. Yeah. I have noticed that actually, and I did like. I actually kind of like that. It was like a very soothing way to get into the episodes. My, I like stepping in that way. My question is, how? When do you introduce the guests and what you're talking about? What show? So it depends. Um, if it's a new person, I'll say something right away. But if it's people that have been here before, such as uh, the two of you, I'll just kind of bring it up whenever I feel like it. We've been talking about a lot of Taco Bell too. Um, mm. The show's really taking a turn. Uh, <laughs> the quarantine's not helping. I was telling Corey well, uh, before you guys hopped on, I because I won't go to Taco Bell, I'm just starting to make Taco Bell replica recipes at home. So tomorrow I'm going to make Mexican pizza. But with meat. Oh. And like bigger. What is Mexican pizza? Is that like a quesadilla? So with, it's, without the top, it's a tostada half. and then beans, tostada, enchilada sauce, tomatoes, cheese, um, more tomatoes, and green onions and sour cream. But I'm gonna put meat mm. in there and uh, not get diarrhea. That's my plan. You say that now. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I said it was my plan. I didn't say it was a good one. All right. Now it shows up on YouTube. Um, there's to be a chat in here. <coughs> I just rewatched the Nice Guys. Mm. Uh, Shane Black. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I mean, I liked it, but I was disappointed because uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, I think, is a perfectly executed film. Iron Man Three is pretty much the same movie. Yeah. Uh, and I was a little disappointed, and then I rewatched it. It's great. I loved it. I feel like it would have been. Um... It just would have been the sequel to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang if Downey Jr. hadn't yeah. gotten Iron Man right after. Yeah, yeah, but I we would like, have had eight of those movies. But I like the seven. I like the seventies <clears throat> noir Chinatown stuff. Oh yeah, you know, uh, with Detroit being the big bad. I uh, and I liked Russell Crowe. Like they were, they, it wasn't the, the. You're right. It could have easily just been a few lines here, a few lines there, and it's the Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. characters. But they are separate characters, and I kind of I like them too. The Russell Crowe is goddamn charming as hell in it. Yeah, and and Ryan Gosling, who is, I I still haven't figured out if he's supposed to not act because I've never <laughs> seen him act in anything. But he's so much fun in that that I just don't give a shit. He is a lot of fun. He plays just a little too. He's a little too cartoonish, like right. slightly. Whereas like Robert Downey Jr. pulls it off, I think. Um, but uh, no, no, I, I liked it a lot better the second time around. Have you guys done the Predator? No, right? The the, the new black one. one? No. Yeah, the pre- the the Predator. Uh, the Predator. The. Uh, <laughs> I we should cover that at some point. Okay. I'm it is. For it. It's not. Yeah, it is. It's a. It's a canon sequel, I think. Yeah, it, it's it's a little weird because it 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 feels the least tied into most everything else. I, I guess maybe the Adrian Brody one. Uh, doesn't feel connected either, but it also seems to be like, but this could just fit. 
this could just make its way yeah, into this yeah. apartment. Yeah, but I have my problems with it. We uh, that would be a good one to talk about. Uh, every two years or so, I catch Predator Predators on FX, and I go, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that movie." Like it just it just it leaves my memory as soon as uh, it's not in my sight anymore. It's like the silence uh, villains on Doctor Who. I don't think it, any of us are going to know <laughs> what that is, right? No, I know what that is. Okay, okay, thank you. Buddy. I don't. But Matt, Matt just got free. really angry. <laughs> they're these aliens. It's actually they're very creepy. They, it takes place in the uh, '60s, and they have the Men in Black like tuxedos on, like the the the, the uh, skinny tie '50s style tuxes, and they look like traditional '50s Area 51 aliens. Uh, but you, um, the second you look away from them, you forget they ever existed. So while you're looking at them, you know you're being chased, uh, and you know you're being uh, influenced by them and threatened by them. And then the second you look away, they just kind of hide, and they hide on you, and they influence your life and, and stay in the periphery of your mind. So like the, the the people that catch on start marking their skin with tallies, so they right. know every time they see one. They it's 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 a really interesting uh, two part episode. So when you it's first Doctor Who sci fi version of a memento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... So when you started describing that, I thought you were fucking with me. It uh, sounded yeah, like yeah, a wanna... classic Jack spoof. Yeah. So... And then they shit down your throats. You got jacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How I've missed that. That is that is absolutely true. I just, I just well, let it let that jacking it. soak in. Yeah. Um, you don't have to miss it because I saw on my feeds today that a... Uh, a worst show ever best of compilation hit. It's it's worst episode ever, Corey. Thank Sorry. you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, right. I, I love I love this podcast. Worst show ever is just a few. <sighs> I love I love this podcast, Jascot. The uh, the Simpsons Hour. It's great. Great show. <laughs> Jack and Don are really great hosts. Uh, uh, yeah. No, Don? we we. So that best of uh, was very generously done by a fan. He had already done the first one. And it's, it's I don't think I don't think it's a best of I think it's his personal favorite scenes that he edited together, um, but it's the best of to, to someone. Us, yeah, he gave it to us in like November or possibly earlier of 2018, and then I wait we waited weeks if not months for me and Dan to be in the same room together, and then we recorded a three minute intro so people knew what they were listening to going in, and uh, you know uh, so they knew what they were getting and who made it and everything. So it took us three months or so to do that. Then it took me like an, a month to get the episode edited because my computer doesn't really run. Then I finally sent it to Dan one three-day weekend or sometime when I had the time. And apparently I misnamed the files and I gave him the same episode twice instead of giving him the best of. So then he's like, you got to find it. I couldn't find it on my computer. Uh, flash forward to yesterday, I finally got the – I booted it up, went looking for it, organized uh, – I haven't organized – I usually have the Wii Studio stuff very well organized. And since I moved from Bay Ridge, it's all just desktop icons. Ugh. Like it's nothing. Yeah, it was so it, I spent all day yesterday fixing it, found the best of, sent it to Dan. Dan got it out live today. Uh, and then uh, hopefully, you know, I'll get around to the one episode we recorded back in May, I want to say, that we haven't released yet. Matt and I are both work IT. When you said you just got it as icons on your desktop, we both. <laughs> Instantly started peeing blood. No, I know. I'm, I, I'm that guy. I My desktop only has two folders on it. That's it. Temporary and long term. And I drag everything. Everything Pod- goes in that temp file. It's just podcast or pornography. 
That's mine. Yeah, exactly. No, I keep a very clean desktop, but this is this is the MacBook Pro that I never from 2009 that I boot up twice a year. And uh, like I said, since I since I moved to Williamsburg, I don't have it's I don't have easy access to it, and uh, just yeah, the desktop got unbearable. Are you moving? We that also sounds like a porn line. Uh, oh, I keep a very clean desktop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel its finish. Oh boy, so shiny. Anyone watched any uh, pandemic porn yet? It's, no. it's out there. No, nah, no I know. Don't oh, lie to me. It is. It's the same, but they're wearing masks, right? <laughs> yeah. <it's, it's, laughs> they should call it if it's Don't a gay one. If, it, if it's a gay porn, or if it's uh, or if it's two guys, one girl. If if there's two, at least two uh, penises in the shot, it should be called co-boner virus. <laughs> <laughs> Co-boner virus, but only if there's two boners working in tandem. But if otherwise, it's a, if, if the code doesn't make sense. If it's a if it's if it's a gangbang, it could be co-boner virus or co-boner nineteen. Yeah, as long as there's two penises, and everything else is up for grabs. Well, what literally. I'm saying is you're going to have a very extreme sequel called co-boner nineteen, where it's a nineteen guy gangbang. Yeah, God, oh my God, that's well, no, that does it's nobody calls it Corona nineteen. Idiots. Um, <laughs> Matt does every time he gets to that hour in in the bar. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even get it. That you've already no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. That's a different franchise. Same, it could be the same production company. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's called Hovid. Short for video. And then you do Hovid 19. You, you do Hovid 1. You do Hovid 2. And then eventually you get to Hovid 19. Just start with nineteen and then do start, the rest. Like, yeah, like, like Star Wars started with Episode yeah. Four. Yeah, you start with COVID, COVID nineteen, <laughs> and you got to fill in the backstory. Yeah, COVID oh. nineteen. COVID nineteen of spew hope, and then and then you go to Episode One. As a show that semi proudly switched their rating system to Mary Fuck Kill, I'm yeah. feeling a little uncomfortable with this whole conversation. <laughs> what? Why? No, I love it. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. Fun. Now, episode one, uh, God, I can see the character. You're gonna have like characters like uh, like Jar Jar Spanks. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so there's so much like you there's so much to play with there. A series of 19 Star Wars Corona porn <laughs> parodies. It's the perfect Venn diagram. Oh, holy shit! This is amazing. It's it's scary how well that works. Yeah, spew baka. Which is why hand solo. <laughs> The the podcast community has been missing Jack Bacone. <laughs> you, you're of the voice that we need for for these times. Jack's brain operates so much quicker than mine. I was like still trying to figure out how to name these movies, and he's already got all he's got all the characters named. Yeah. He's already gone to spoof. <laughs> just like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've already. It's it's called. Uh, what's it? What is it called? Mixed media, not mixed media. Where, where you have the comics and the anthologies. Um, Oh, uh, multimedia, no. intertextuality. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, there's a, there's a proper word we were teaching it in. Uh, we were teaching a college class on. I was still on the porn stuff when you went mix. I thought interracial. I don't know what you were doing. There, so. <laughs> uh, Jack, who did you did you come up with the porn name for Jar Jar Binks? Uh, Jar Jar Spanks. Jar Jar Spanks. All right. So Beatmaster has a line from Jar Jar Spanks in his in in COVID eighteen intergalactic butt stuff. Uh, yeah. Misa bad, Misa need punishment. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I like it. A dominatrix, dominatrix scene it's with Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. The Gungans, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Garglins. Remember that character? The Garglins. Boss Nass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Boss Ass. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> yeah. Oh, no, my I like God. It. I like it. We should do it. We should do it. <sighs> well, we still got to do Gremlins. What? what do you mean, we? What is this? What happened with this? <laughs> oh, I thought we were just doing a podcast about porn movies. Okay. And that'll hap- that'll happen after Gremlins 3. Yeah, we could definitely do a review podcast where we just make up our own porn films and review them weekly. <laughs> oh, sounds like someone's got an idea. Oh, God damn it. We passed April Fool's. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so everybody who shit. listened to last week's episode, if you didn't think we had an April Fool's episode, apparently that was it. Because <laughs> I came into a thing we were going to actually talk about the movie. Um, uh, was- I got... Real drunk last week, and yeah. then I don't know what happened. Um, let's just chalk it up to not our best episode. We, we just finished with Tiger King. <sighs> hey, they're releasing a new episode this week. New? Um, yeah. I, I, I don't watch the show. I just I can't get into it. Um, but uh, um, I did just hear today on Twitter that tigers are now getting corona. Yep. Yeah, there was one tiger tested positive for as if, corona. Yeah, as, as if they're not enga- endangered enough. Well, I want to know how they decided they needed to test the tiger. That's a great it's a question. Point. It's probably uh, sneezing, I guess. They're probably testing all animals to a certain degree, especially if they've been around uh, a lot of humans that might be exposed, like in zoos and stuff, I would expect. Yeah, yeah and the zookeepers are, are infected. So I don't know if they tested the zookeepers first or possibly maybe once they realized a bunch of zookeepers were sick they're like oh we better check the animals beat says it had so a cough we, and a fever but i don't know if he's telling the truth or not we're mm-hmm. assuming the zookeeper fucked the tiger oh yeah yeah it had to have been yeah, yeah okay to, okay yeah, yeah. he puts him in a he, he puts him in a tuxedo and pretends he's uh sheer con from uh <laughs> uh t- t- tailspin holy shit Sher- when holy they made him the corporate ceo yeah <laughs> That was a deep pull. Uh, oh, great show. Tales. Not that great deep, because those characters are coming back to DuckTales this month. Yeah, yeah. I do like DuckTales becoming the cinematic universe rather than having three different series. I, I, yep. If I ever watch Duck, catch up on DuckTales, I, I, I gave up uh, about a half a season in uh, the first season. I liked it. Oh, uh, skip to the second season. I hear, yeah, I, hear really? I, I liked the first oh, season. Yeah. I liked it. I just, I just couldn't. Uh, I just didn't have time. Yeah, never I mean, in the luckily movie. the episodes are like 17 minutes each. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan. And then they release like eight in a week, and then it's just over for two years. Yeah, I think I that's that... what happened. Yeah, the second burst of episodes is like this is too much. Uh, I heard that they actually started involving Goop Troop. Yes. Oh, what? That's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's that's brilliant. Goof Troop Wonder, is um, uh, Goof Troop's big with younger millennials and Gen and maybe even Gen Z. I think it's more younger millennials. Mostly the goofy movie because of like right. the yeah, music yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize it had such a cult status among. Like, I saw it in the theater with my mom and my sister, and I liked it. But I don't. I have no weird nostalgic attach, uh, attraction to it. Attachment. I watched it a lot on video. I think I saw it with my sister. Um, and Paulie Shore had two movies in the theaters. Somebody can look this up and check. Uh, he was in Jury Duty and the Goofy movie at the same he's not time. He's the voice of the second. He's the second. He's the. He's the. Uh, he's the friend. I, yeah. I thought What's it was a guy yeah. doing this Paulie Shore esque voice. 
I believe it's the actual Pauly Shore. Uh, Leading Tower of Chiza. Yeah. yeah he I plays, thought, exactly. He I plays, thought it was like, hey, let's make him a Pauly Shore type. Nope. He, he right. plays Bobby Zamarus. Which it probably said in the right. script. And then he they were just, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just get, yeah. Let's get a Polly Shore type, or why don't we go cheaper and get Polly Shore? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. but this <laughs> was, Jesus Christ. It was at like the height of his. This was um, Biodome was yet to be out in the Army Now Son of Shut your fucking the, mouth, the no. height of Polly Shore's it's career. Not before Biodome, is it? Yeah. Uh, Biodome was 96. Jury Duty and Goofy Movie were 95. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. I just. So I, I was I right. They were out at the same time. Yes, they were. I, I, we flipped a coin over which one to see. Can I see the YouTube link? Can I get the link to this? It's a Wikipedia. I want to see it so I can see the chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, I've been looking for a good time to jump in and ask, but uh, actually I've been trying to find it on my own. But uh, we've, this conversation's been going so good. There was, no, no, there was no easy way to jump in. I just emailed yeah, it to you. I figured that was time, easiest. Call. What's that? I said if you're looking for a good time, call. <laughs> just one call, that's all? Yeah. So, oh, I am proud of myself. A goofy movie came out April 7th, 1995. Jury duty was April 12th. Wow. You guys know about that thing, right? Where you name a movie, I'll tell you where, where I saw it and with whom. I, for, I forgot. Yeah, but I do remember that. Um, the Matrix Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. Well, Jack, uh, my sister was getting her PhD uh like when they give it to you. Yeah. It was on my birthday, May 15th of 2002, I want to say. And my dad and I went and he did not like it one bit. <laughs> was he Was he disappointed? Was he a big fan of the first one? He had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I think it was 2002. It may have been 2001, but that was the context. It was somewhere in Washington, D.C. Wait, was it reloaded out in 2003? Like November 2000? No, 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 because uh, the third one was November. What, it was definitely it? May 15th. I think 2003. Mm. Yeah, because because I think I remember watching the trailer Three. freshman year yeah. in college. Yeah, so it would have been uh, May 2003. And I want to I want to be clear. I'd seen the original Matrix a couple of times at least before seeing the Matrix Reloaded oh, in the yeah. theater. Uh, I also had oh, yeah. no fucking idea what was going on. So I'm looking at. <laughs> um, I literally consider. I think I saw it in the newer theater on Staten Island with Dan and my high school friends and Jeff. Uh, we saw a lot of movies together back then. Um, I th- I like to think that the that night seeing the Matrix Reloaded in the theater was the night I was the moment I lost my movie innocence. It was the it's the last time I've ever been so excited for a movie oh. and a hundred percent sure oh, that I was gonna Phantom like Phantom Menace didn't do that to you? No, I liked Phantom Menace. Like I was Yeah, I guess I did too. Yeah, when I when it came out I was like, oh that was that was great. It was a star and if and it and to its credit, I think Phantom Menace feels like the most uh of the uh, original trilogy. But um, no, I liked it. Now, this kid. is podcasting. <laughs> but, re- re- but reloaded, I I was so disappointed because I had seen the Matrix. I had it on VHS. I m- must have seen it two dozen times before I saw Reloaded. I was yeah. I, I thought the Matrix was one of the most. It was one of the reasons I went to film school. It was such a good movie. I think it was the reason a lot of people did a lot of stuff with movies. Like <clears throat> I remember seeing the Matrix and like this is what's going to make me be like a, an outside the box thinker. And then the second one came out, and it was pretty much like fucking a shoebox. It's like I want to be put back on the tube in a little pod, please. <laughs> yeah. It was when they when they start having the big orgy. I just remember like 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 crying, and, and I was just like, "What? Thank you, stop!" That's the part that got my dad. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was like when they start dancing. 
Now, in retrospect, in the last four or five years, I'd say I, I keep catching it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I it's grown on me. I actually I've come around. I like it a lot now. I do I really way I, better than Revolutions. I want to rewatch Reloaded and Revolutions. Um, I got into bed one night after probably playing video games with you, Jack, and drinking. And that scene was on because my wife just finds the longest movie on YouTube to turn on so that she can fall asleep without hearing me giggle with my friends. Yeah. And it was just, you out. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just like the dance scene. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, Matt, you're like on Xbox with me and Kevin. Like, I, I ha- does anybody have any 556 five, in the background? It's just, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> fuck, yeah. <laughs> Man, I want to live in the Stein household. It's a real party right now. Um, There's a lot of weird stuff happens in my driveway because that's pretty much one of the only places I can go right now. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, No, I just you weren't lying. No, it's true. And and Kevin had mentioned that he really hasn't gone outside. Um, Like I just pull, I go outside and like pull like two weeds and walk around my driveway because that's about all I can do. Um, I imagine like a Tony Soprano robe. You don't. Uh... <laughs> Damn it! I left my robe downstairs. Matt, Matt just like going down, picking up the newspaper. Um, Wondering I, where the duck went. I I'm a big I'm a big nature guy, so I would imagine if I lived out in the middle of nowhere like you, I, I there's no you don't go for walks and stuff. I thought about it, but <laughs> um, we've been doing so much stuff around the house, uh, like projects. See, I literally. That- yeah, no, I walk I, I walk four or five miles every day at least. <clears throat> and that's the thing. Like, if I hadn't been ignoring all this shit around my house for so long that I now have no reason to not finish, um, I would totally just go. There's like um, DNR land at the end of our street, and it's just like a duck nature preserve. So it's like I could just go down there and walk around. I thought legitimately do not resuscitate land. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's the, the Department it's of like Natural the- Resources. <laughs> The elephant's graveyard for fat Wisconsinites. You just want to go to die. Die. Yeah. Uh, Can I get that link? Yeah, I emailed it to you. (laughs) You emailed it to me. Yeah, I figured that was the easiest way because. Or did you email uh, it to the other Kevin Howard? You sent it to Western Union through Western Union. You emailed it to me. (laughs) Jack, everybody needs somebody sometimes. You weren't here for the realization of me sending the link, the Lightstream link to. Kevin Howard at Gmail, not Kevin A. Howard. Oh, you were live when he told you that? Um, well, he showed up after I sent it to the correct email, and then I went back and typed in Kevin Howard at Gmail, and a picture popped up. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I sent an apology email <laughs> for that. So we may have a random extra Kevin Howard, although because I can only have three remote guests, he's not going to be able to. Uh, he might be in the queue. So you may have been like sending birthday cards and stuff to this guy for years. I've never. This is the first time I've emailed you. Man. Hurtful. What? Why the fuck? I have your phone number. Why would I just text you? I, I, I don't email. I hate email, but I get I get people who email me get mad because I don't see it for two three days sometimes. I I because it's so much spam and shit. I, so like I figured for the I, link it and would I, be easy. And I, and I get Ajita and I get, no no I'm glad you sent it. Yeah. I just mean in general I don't use it for like casual. Me neither. Casual this, encounters. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Casual. It feels. I don't know. It just feels antiquated. That's exactly why I love email is because I don't want that instantaneous being being an expectation. Just somebody nailed on you like, hey, I just sent this through your instant messenger. Mm-hmm. One of the 15,000 you're supposed to keep up with. Uh, why haven't you responded yet? And I'm like, I fucking nap. You know, I'm, I love I when have a life. I poop once in a while. <laughs> I, I love seeing comments on people's Facebooks like 
check your email or yeah. check your DM. Ugh, fuck yeah. Like if they're it, give, oh. I probably ignored it for a reason. Yeah. Hashtag uh, blocked. Left me on red. Motherfucker. Ah. So, all right, what do we got? Uh, so I, I got I got the link open now. I can see our chat. Mm-hmm. You've got uh you got the podcast terror gang mm-hmm. in here. Oh, the same four, gang. four people. The potheads. <laughs> I was like, holy um, shit, there's six people, but one is me and one is Jack, so four. Still. So you sent the link to Jack, but uh For fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin A You literally all Matt, all you had to do is literally type the letter K probably. No nope. just... <laughs> I have to put the A in, otherwise it'll go to the wrong Kevin Howard now. He shows up first. Maybe now, the other Kevin's in the chat. Other than saying be. his name and and being like, Well, there's like a fuck ton of them out there. Kevin, do you have a show whose name I can fuck up? Uh because uh, So he's T Texan, he goes, Did you for remember the A? And I just saw the email and assumed it was just Kevin. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was, it was Well, I might be going for a name change soon because um not far from now, AMC will be premiering the new show. Kevin can fuck himself. <laughs> I remember when you brought that up what's, a while ago. What's your middle name? Andrew. Alan. I like that. Andrew Howard. Yeah, screenwriter of the movie Seven. <laughs> that's a fucking good movie. No, I'm though. sorry. That's Andrew Kevin Walker. Andrew Kevin Walker, yeah. Yes. He, yeah, he wrote uh, Aquaman, I believe, in, the, <laughs> in Entourage. But there is... Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then he gets replaced. And then the Aquaman 2 was Jake Gyllenhaal, but uh, it's being written by Kevin Smith, which I thought was one of Entourage's best inside Hollywood jokes. Of course. I was a fan of the show the first couple of years. Oh, yeah. Uh... Before it got to... When it was was actually more about Hollywood and less more about the the bros go out. Which is probably... It was more about, like, uh, we have money to spend. What do you guys want to do? Who do you want to date on the show now? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, Andrew Howard was the guy who played Red Scare on Watchmen this season. Uh, so who's who's Ken Howard? Ken Howard's like one of those big, rich Texan type character actors. Yeah, right? he was the head of uh, GE on Thirty Rock. Mm. Um, he just died recently. He was also the head of SAG, the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, so wow. anytime I had to call the Screen Actors Guild for whatever reason, I would kind of mumble over my name. It'd be like, oh, yes, of course. I'll put you right there. Oh, God. Wow. That's I great. think that they prefer that you call them SAG-AFTRA. Yes, you have to always say SAG-AFTRA. They do prefer that, yes. Wait, wait, wait. What? What did I miss? Uh, <laughs> when when Jack and Hillary the merger? with 1L were on the show. Oh, it was uh, me and Hillary that brought it up. Yeah. Yep. That you kept saying SAG-AFTRA. You, you made it very clear. Yeah. Stuck yeah. with me. More than the yeah, because I my I used to yeah no when I was director of student affairs at the New York Film Academy I used to be the liaison with the New York City Permit Office uh, and SAG oh Dean McCann so I would have them talk to our students and yeah I remember during the uh, orientation uh, the the SAG after representative really like I made I tried to make a joke about it and they were like don't joke about it it was very (laughs) oh beast I I learned that after the fact. (laughs) <laughs> is that a different drink now is that mountain dew baja blast yeah this no this is um oh, this is damn. a vintage seltzer oh which is also what's the word for a word that's also the word uh, if now that now that vintage is a vintage brand cinnamon bird cinnamon um <laughs> did you say cinnamon cinnamon matt's wow. still casting our porn no, no no like when a word ex- describes itself Oh. oh, 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 not aptronym. 
Uh, autonym. Yeah. It's an autonym. Yeah, thank you. V- vintage is an autonym now. Uh, no, Astronym not- is like when there's a baseball player and his name is Swinger or something. Oh, uh, and secret of name. The secret of name is... Uh, <laughs> great little mouse story. Mm. Where's my new headset? Matt, we really are behind. <laughs> we figured it out two minutes ago. So I was explaining to uh, Ashley in the chat about how I'm out of Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero and, and Mason typed onomatopoeia. So I completely ignored you guys. <laughs> I, I feel like you're on a delay. Uh, like an actual like satellite delay. But he my, is my, in real life. Yeah, my brain is on an, an always delay. Um, especially Matt only gets a signal speaking. when he faces pure north. <laughs> All right, we're good. <laughs> I don't remember which direction was north. That's bad. I don't have a lake. Well, Matt's no, lagging I, again. I don't, I don't know where north is. Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, this is so confusing. All right. I want to yeah. say... My north is this way. I want to say that's my north, so I'm going to check my compass. Oh, Let's see oh, how shit. accurate. Open that's compass. A, hmm. a compass? Oh, I wish I could. I wish I could screencast, like, take a picture of what I'm looking at. It is true north. I am pointing true fucking north. <laughs> I'm so impressed with myself right now. I'm like a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, fuck? stool pigeon. <laughs> a stool? Yeah, just shit on stuff. That's all right. <laughs> I'm not gonna look up. A um, I got really confused because I, I clicked the YouTube link. And the squares are arranged differently from what I'm looking at. Oh, see. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, ouch. No, I got I, shut that. I stopped. I f- forgot I was watching the YouTube and not the light stream. And then there was a delay with your mouths, and it was really throwing me off. Yeah, and I started to hear myself too. So I see what YouTube displays. You guys just see like pictures. So wait, what? Fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> You're you. Look, kid, don't jerk me around. Okay, so we have an entire season of a TV show to get through. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that reminds me uh, what I'm drinking. I like to tailor my, my drink to the theme of what we're talking about. So this is a bottle of Russell's Reserve in honor of... Russell Crowe, because this was really the thing that introduced him to the United States. He had been in L.A. Confidential, and nobody really paid attention to him. And, and then he does The Insider, and suddenly, like, he's a star. Oh. Did we watch the wrong thing? No. What did you guys watch? The Outsider. I watched The Insider. <laughs> are you fucking serious, or are you kidding? <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for 36 hours. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad. I, that was I'm brilliant. I, oh, that was brilliant. We got but here's the, the funny thing. Oh, oh, no. I got so into it that this afternoon I watched The Insider. You know, I'm I, over here I, trying to figure out where Russell Crowe was in the show that I right. missed. Oh, that's so brilliant. Um, do you want to hear my insider story? Yes. So The Ask Insider, if, if people don't know what we're talking about, The Insider was a big breakout role for Russell Crowe. Uh, and it was where he played uh, an insider on the tobacco industry. Was that it? Big yeah, tobacco? he was in the research team of a uh, tobacco yeah. company. And it's a Michael Mann film, and it's so good. It's such a good movie. Uh, and I watched it as part of my adaptation screenplay class senior year. Uh, 
and I loved it so much. And I forget, I forget how, I don't know. I don't know how, but I ended up having the guy's email address, the actual guy, the insider. I can't think of his name now. Jeffrey Weigand. Weigand. Yeah. So I just emailed him out of nowhere and I just said, uh, Hey, my name's Jack. Uh, I just watched the insider about your life. I don't remember this. I'm a little young. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much. What you did was really brave and, uh, you know, just a genuine thank you. And I just sent the email off and literally like a week later, uh, I got an email back saying, uh, Hey Jack, thank you so much. That means a lot. Would love to meet sometime. Uh, I just need to make sure you're, uh, I just need to make sure you're you because he gets like hate mail and shit and he gets death threats. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. he goes, you said you're in NYU. I have a buddy there who works in the, in the journalism school. Will you go over to his office and introduce yourself? And it almost sounded like he was like, not just vetting me to just meet me, but like, I don't know, maybe he wanted to like work with me or I, I it was so interesting and I was such an introvert and I, I just went, uh, uh, no, that's okay. I said, yeah, okay, sure. And then I just never emailed him again. <sighs> And I just, uh, just eat because I, I was very, very shy back then. I just, I, I turned on that. I turned down a job offer with Abel Ferrara. I'll never forget that. Where he was literally like, "Are you kidding?" He's like, "He's like, I'm giving like this is such an amazing opportunity." I was like, ah, "No thanks." Uh, just the the mistakes I made in my twenties. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I almost, I could have met the insider. Yeah, I turned down getting published when I was in my early twenties because I was just like, I don't, I don't know how to write a fucking book. Yeah, and, no, we're, and they're like, um, we're looking uh, at examples of your writing. We really would like to publish you. I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, now we're the twenties are just, uh, yeah, it's just it's just mistakes. I yeah. turned down record contracts. I just wanted to fit in. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 but you still have talent and did something with it. Fuck you. Yeah, and I don't own or I don't owe a record label much money now. Yeah, that's true. That's the trick. It's a way to humble brag. I turned oh. down record contracts. You well, I turned them down because someone told me to. I didn't want to. Someone told me to. You also had someone looking out for your well-being? Those fucks. Uh, <laughs> he's smarter than I am. He's got a sick-ass cock, though. So the outsider. Yes, so the outsider. I was trying to find a way to bridge the outsider to Danny Glover, and um, and sick ass cock was the way to go. Sick right ass, on. yeah. Jack, sick ass cock. <laughs> um, why, why Danny Glover? You know what? Seem to have killed the bottle. If you don't understand why Danny Glover continues to show up here, then I just don't know if this is the place for you. Oh, you mean apropos of the podcast. Danny Glover was in um, Saw 1. Saw. Mm -hmm. Yep, and uh, we did Saw 1 and 2 with my friend Mike, and I got really drunk, and we just kept saying, enter Danny Glover, and I couldn't stop laughing, and we just kept talking about (laughs) Danny Glover showing up, um, and it just kind of became a thing. Enter Danny Glover. Jack and I went to school with Don Glover. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Donnie Glover. I fucking love Childish Gambino. He's great. He really is. New music's not that great, but um, in my opinion. I actually kind of like his music. Wait, I like his where? old music, not his new stuff. Oh, maybe. Sorry, Jack. I keep cutting you off. No, no, the moment's passed. God damn it. I was going to ask Kevin where and with whom. No, please. It's funnier if you <laughs> He saw Saw. I have never seen the movie Saw. Really? 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 Uh, but I do know, like the whole Danny Glover thing. Like he shot his scenes in a day, like six months later or something. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we weren't informed about what actually happened with the film. We just made some shit up. <laughs> the amount of times I've seen that's, Saw, that's I never knew that way to go through life. Danny Glover was an after the fact. No, no, no. no. I, these these two are my inside men on everything. No relation Ooh. to the insider. No, no. Or just generally being inside, inside men. men. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting to. There had to have been an inside man porn movie, right? When the Clive Owen movie came out, there had to have been an inside men porn parody. Because that's that the movie was so successful, <sighs> they said we have, we have to jump on this right while it's hot. Because what if some other fucking company gets it? And we just we have to be the ones. Well, when did well the insider came out in '99? I don't think porn parodies were as much of a thing in the '90s as like, they are now. We need a hot. Like Jack's talking about Inside Man, the bank robbery, bone men, oh and just go with it. Just fuck it. Yeah. Well, ins- no, insider oh, inside porn parody seems. I don't know how you make a. I guess you can make a porn parody out of anything. Yeah, you really can. Well, you're blowing the whistle. Yeah. Oh god. Oh. Somebody has to play the whistle. <laughs> I, now I just want to make a production company that makes porn parodies of the last movie you would ever expect, like like uh, zero zero dark horny. Like <laughs> you know that that's it. I want to do a, they do porn parodies of all the movies that were nominated but didn't win Best Picture. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of having one for like the imitation game. A, a serious a serious hog. I'm like a serious man. A serious man is is a is a 2009 best picture nom that I always thought should have won. So that's why it popped in my head first. A serious hog. What are the to John Malkovich? <laughs> perfect. Oh, perfect. 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 <laughs> so the outsider. What was it? Nine episodes? Eight? Ten? Ten. It was ten. Did you watch it? Oh shit! What? Oh no! I thought it was a weird cliffhanger. <laughs> I, I I hated the way this thing ended, but we should probably go to the start, which All right. someone else needs. To, it, so much happened. And it, so I, we should start with it's a Stephen King adaptation. Yes. So yes, it took four, like a four really episodes. recent one. Yeah, it took four episodes for anything to happen. It's an HP. I see. That's my favorite kind of uh, uh, genre horror stuff and sci-fi. I love when it's um, I love when it's got the slow grounded build. Well, I like um, the fact that I couldn't watch more than two episodes at once because it's like I need a palate cleanse. <laughs> I need to watch Dick and Fart Jokes because it's know, so it, dark. Yeah, uh, at least the first, first two episodes mm-hmm. at once. <laughs> which they, yeah, yeah. And uh, those are the two with Jason ba- that Jason Bateman directed, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, those first two episodes, it just leads you to believe that it's a complete <laughs> exactly. show. He, he directed them and he exits... It's brilliant. Yeah. I didn't see it because I don't know. I'm not familiar with the book. I wasn't. From, I I went in mm-hmm. completely cold, not even knowing. I didn't. I yeah, don't it's like, like perfectly trailers. straightforward. Yeah. But I feel like let's give it on a pause. I think I feel so. Like he's on a pause. Or he's fucking with us. He's on some sort of delay. Yeah. And I don't like Jason Bateman all that much. <laughs> what the fuck? Corey's on a delay. No, you're on a delay. We'll wait thirty seconds for you to. Get I am. This. Yes. Do you want me to rejoin? Well, whatever, do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Uh, wait, wait. are you still? Wait, on am the... I really on it now? You're. T- oh my god! I don't god. think. Uh, I'm better now. No, I think you're good now. It took a second for it to catch up. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know if it was a delay. If it was god more of a. Bay Ridge. Was, I am. I think you're fine. Wait, do you live in Bay Ridge? 
Or you in Williamsburg? <laughs> which which yeah, bur- Yes, I do. Hey guys, it's Jack. How's it going? <laughs> How's it going? Are we live yet? Uh, they are, <laughs> are live both yet? in the same borough of Brooklyn. It's the neighborhood of Bay Ridge. Oh, you are okay. You are both Bay Ridge. I remember looking up your addresses a lot. Yeah. When do you guys want to start the uh, show? Uh, we could probably start it right now. That's uh, not a big deal. Um. So yeah, welcome to this episode of Packers and Terror. <laughs> you should put in your old intro. Man, now. I'm seeing myself on the YouTube. I'm like, should do a speed test. Oh, yeah, that might I, be it. Yeah, now you're getting rough. And and if you're watching YouTube, stop the video. Just just click the pop out chat and. Uh... Should I just not talk? No, I love you. No, we want you to be here. You know, it's relative. I'm, lo- I'm lost. Wait, what? Ha- what's Should going I fucking on? rejoin? I don't even know what's happening. If you want to, you can. It's the same link. It doesn't change. I thought. I thought. I just hope. I just hope Kevin, not a Howard, doesn't doesn't show up. He's been waiting. He's like, motherfucker. The real Kevin Howard pops in. He's like, God damn it! I've been waiting. No. It, it, it was the outsider the entire time. <laughs> oh, no. That's amazing. Yeah, you're right. He was just waiting to get stronger. We're just waiting to see if your face droops. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the real Kevin Howard now. Kevin, we've established that the other the the Kevin that Matt emailed first is the outsider version of you. <laughs> the uh the, the Al Cuco. Yeah, so he's out uh killing little kids in my name. El Cuco. <sighs> So I'm curious to hear kind of what you guys took out of this because I took it very face value. Um, basically, the show starts. Jason Bateman is accused of killing a child, but he's somewhere else, and and there's a horrifically lot of- killing, horrifically like just yeah. eat, like eating yeah. practically. Yeah, he ate some. He mutilates a child, but he he yeah. there, there's a lot of evidence that he is somewhere else. Other people corroborate that he he's there, but there's there's physical evidence putting him in this van with the child and everything, and it kind of it builds from there. Um, as he's being taken to his court sentence, he gets shot and killed by the brother of the kid that was killed, and it kind of goes from there. Um, I'm so trying that's to two episodes. Yeah, yeah, and, I'm trying to give a very abridged version. That, that two episodes really feels like it's it's about this court case, it's about this trial, it's about this murder mystery. And there's nothing in the way that makes you think at that point that it's a supernatural story. Mm-mm. But like I and told my wife, I said, this is Stephen King. So about episode four or five, shit's going to get weird. And it did. Yeah. It totally did. So you kind of start to... There, I love the amount of time spent in a strip club in this uh, TV show. But it's always the same angle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they use the security <laughs> camera. <laughs> <laughs> they had it for like 40 minutes and just had to bang out every scene in one setup. Yeah, it was the Monday 9 a.m. shift. It was. Just... I thought it was a Matrix sequel. I don't know what you guys are watching. Oh. <laughs> um, so we we start we started rewatching Ozark. I had seen the first season. My wife hadn't. And there's a lot of titty bar scenes in that movie in that show too. So I think Jason Bateman just really likes uh, strip oh, clubs. I'll put it on my list. I don't watch the show, but I have a friend. <laughs> um, my buddy's name is Michael Fleming, which I think is a name from the show. Oh, okay. Do you like drugs? Not like doing them, but like drug dealer, I'm... drug kingpin type shit? 
yeah. See, I'm I'm yeah, a fan fun. of like drug lord type stuff. My wife is not, so that Ozark is like right up my alley. Not so much her. So we're switching off. I with like ba- Breaking Bad. I don't like weed. Uh, okay. Yeah, break, Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, they're one and the same. Breaking Bad's just the, the, the cooker instead of someone who's just laundering money. The accountant for the mm. drug dealer. I don't know. Whatever. It's a good show. Jason Bateman. But you hate Jason Bateman. You just said that. Because he, he feels so damn insincere. Um, like... And a lot of times it's the character he's playing, mm-hmm. but like he's always so sarcastic and just like, why are you talking to me? Um, which worked really well in the movie The Gift, which I hope you've all seen. I've never seen um, it. I haven't seen it. Either. But it made me just not want to like him in this, which was good because uh, you're supposed to be like, oh, this guy uh, fingered a kid and then ate him. <laughs> uh yeah no i i've never qu- i can't think of another role i've really genuinely loved him in besides michael bluth like he's right because that that was perfect i thought because uh you he starts out as the hero and eventually yeah. come to realize that he's just he's just another bluth it's and like he's he's an asshole it's great um so i think that worked well for him and, and then his the only other role i can think of that i really liked him is uh sit down shut up which was the follow-up show mitch Hurwitz did the animated teacher show that i think is just pure brilliance i think it's just it's basically just a animated arrested development and it for whatever reason it was so bad the ratings that it got canceled immediately and it's not never released on dvd nothing huh i think i think you talked about that on the show before actually but uh i i like jason bateman going back to silver spoons like he was ricky schroeder's best friend slash nemesis in the the first couple of seasons. And then he did a spinoff, not even a spinoff, but it was like the same character, uh, but a little bit older and a little bit more conniving with Steve from Brand with children called it's your move. And, huh. and I, like Jason Bateman was like the coolest kid to me and he was age appropriate to where I was. So I was just like, this is, this is my guy. Then he did the Hogan family. and I kind of dropped off for a few years. Hogan but, family is where I met him. Yeah. It was where I remember him from, but huh. he, he did that, that, a uh, movie about the spelling bee where he's trying to get yes get his Bad word. and i i love that movie like that movie, movie is just really, because he's he plays it so perfect he does play the smarmy character the sarcastic the same kind of sarcasm that somehow works differently for john lithgow but you just never take what he says without a grain of like that guy's fuck with me right now um and and you're absolutely right that is that is how he plays a lot of roles and that was kind of hard in this is because I love Jason Bateman and I'm used to him being funny and he's playing this thing where he's getting accused and I, his attitude is still that kind of sarcastic. Like he's he's a jokey dad. And as the mom is talking about the stuff with their life and with their kids and everything, how she wasn't good at certain stuff with the kids and he would just kind of lean into their their bad dreams or the things that they would have that they were dealing with. And he'd be like, well, you know, leprechauns don't, act that way they're they're all back in ireland you could see how that was but you didn't get to see enough examples of it of him with the kids before his life fell apart and so it was kind of hard like i kind of just felt like well he really could be guilty is that where they were leading us and so you didn't have a buy-in of trying to understand his innocence but it also just the 
he was so closed off. He was not reacting a lot of times. He would just sit there and look pissed off and not want to say anything. And just like my lawyer, my lawyer, my lawyer, because that was what the character would have to do to protect themselves. And so we didn't get a lot of in with him before he was gone. But it was, it was, I wasn't surprised. I had a little bit of a spoiler of the fact that he was going to be gone after the second episode. But it was still kind of like weird. It's like we just built this whole first episode about this guy. And then almost immediately in the second episode, he's out. And it's taking the story to the rest of the way. And then we start getting introduced to other characters that become predominant for the show after that point. Like we didn't see uh, the the woman, the the investigator, until the, the second or third episode. And and she she becomes what to me the show is completely about. And what if they do a continuation of the series, what I would expect the next series to be is about focused on her uh, and, and the ensemble cast that built around them. Yeah. yeah, Holly Gibney, by the end, may be the title character. Um, and she showed up in a couple of other King novels. Um, she was the sister of the owner of the Mercedes that Mr. Mercedes uses to kill a bunch of people. Um, and she was played by Parker Posey on that TV show. Like just totally, it's kind of goofy how she's like, well, I'm a little agoraphobic, so I don't know why I don't really want to go out and investigate this, but you know, I care about this case. So I will. And so to see like this totally, totally different, Interpretation, and I don't know how she was in the book. I didn't read it, but she became like the person I really, really wanted to hang out with. Yeah, and just hear her take on everything—not just the case, but just like what the weather's like outside. Really, Parker Posey. Like I can't imagine. Yeah. That's <laughs> yep. insane. And yet, yep, I would totally watch that because Parker Posey's oh, yeah. creating so much stuff, and also plays sarcastic in every role. Uh, and just like I, I could, I could have fun seeing Parker play a part like this, but I would not be able to conjoin the two character versions together. Yeah, no. So usually you, you don't see that kind of stuff, except for like iconic characters like the Joker. Like here's four different takes on the Joker, and right. it's so interesting to, to see two completely different <laughs> takes on like a regular human character. Um, yeah, and I think maybe because I've seen the Joker in different forms my entire life. Whereas these are characters that I'm I'm experiencing fresh in my late forties, uh, so it's it's really like one or the other. I don't know. Yeah, I so I I went in completely cold. I loved that at first. I didn't. I was like, yeah, maybe Jason Bateman did do it. I, I don't think he did it, but maybe you know, maybe he did. Uh, I had no idea where the story was going. I was like, all right, maybe it's going to be supernatural. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be in you know psychosis or whatever. And, uh, so I, I really, the first few episodes, I was completely in the dark and it was great. I think the biggest twist to me was like when Holly shows up, I go, Oh, it's like this, it's a, it's a detective story almost. It's, I, I, I literally, I, I, what, I, that was the biggest twist to me was her suddenly showing up and being like, Hey, I'm the actual main character. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Uh, as much as I loved, um, Ben Mendelsohn, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Agreed. He's so good, and he's—I love when he's a good guy, because ba- playing bad guys is almost it, to me it's almost easier. It's or it's like it's more simple. So you just have to, you just need to. Well, yeah, have, he became like uh, 
he's the new Christoph Waltz, where it's like, oh, you did something as a villain nicely once. Let's just have you do that over and over yeah. and over yeah. and over now. Right. He plays the same character in Ready Player One that he does in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. Ready Player Rogue Check One. Check out... Um, <laughs> Uh, Mississippi Grind. He's kind of a sad sack gambling addict with uh, Ryan Reynolds. And um, it's only like five years ago, but to see him that different, it feels like it's this independent movie he did like 15 years ago. The, uh, Killing Them Softly, too. That was relatively mm. recent. Uh, that was after Dark Knight Rises, I think. Uh, and he plays, a, he, he plays a much more like working class uh, fuck up kind of as, as, as a as opposed to his usual corporate, uh, yeah. uh, well-executed uh, master planner, master thinker. But he was great as this. Uh, I, I totally bought him as like just a rural sheriff. Yeah, and the and he plays sad really well. Oh yeah, he does. Or or just like not quite in touch with where his emotions need to be for him to be able to progress. Yeah, yeah, the backstory was great. I mean, this this was very, very standard Hollywood trope stuff through and through, but it was just done so well, and it had just enough of a twist on each thing. It, it felt it felt fresh. It felt like it felt like original. I I was I, riveted the entire season. I understand in the book, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's son is not dead. He's away at summer camp. No, <laughs> yeah. that's so which different. is like his whole character yeah oh that's amazing uh stephen king adaptations typically yeah. are better than the the source material he, he's a great idea man and he's great unless with character he writes and feel. Yeah. yeah storm of the century oh if he writes the screenplay get the fuck out <laughs> i i still i'm a big maximum overdrive fan still one of oh absolutely <laughs> it's a great show his only his only directorial effort by the way I, I totally forgot bad words the spelling bee movie that was jason bateman's directorial debut i think uh so yeah. i think maybe that's why you're responding to it so well as he was directing himself so he knew probably what to play to and what not to play to but he also directed the first two episodes of the show of the mm -hmm. outsider uh, so it's, it, it is, and I thought it was such a leap up in quality. I thought he did such a good job. I, I mean, I, I don't know what it's like directing these big TV, uh, like HBO probably had people on the ground making sure certain it was, you know, I'm sure they're more hands off than Marvel, but I'm sure they're also a little hands on making sure everything is on brand. So, but it's still, he did a great job. I think there's a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure like his, his, it felt like an HBO show. But I'm sure he, a lot of that was his own talent, and hard work. Now, if you're the if you're the producer of a show and you're you're directing the show and you're starring as a character, that like how hard is it to be the character that is accused of such a horrific crime in a show and and direct yourself in it? And like the fact that his character gets redeemed sort of along the way is is different, but just like playing that part is always to me, it feels so challenging. And it's one of those things. Like, I don't think too much about the people who say that they, the darkness of a part really gets to them. Like what happened with Heath Ledger and other people. I don't often think about that, but when I think about this part, like that's a hard thing to get into. And if that had been the entire series, a 10 episode thing about that character and then if them being proven ultimately guilty, like that 
would be crazy to me to try to go in every day and make that realism and be the directive of it too. I, I think it depends on the kind of actor you are. I feel like a lot of actors would probably be method and take it home and really bum themselves out researching child molesters and child murders. And I bet you there's a fair share of actors who do see it as like a, you know, cut. And then they're just like, all right, they're just, they're, they're saying the lines and they're, they're feeling the feelings, but they, they can separate it from, you know, shit happens. You know, kids get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's good that he is ultimately redeemed because when you are playing a bad character like that, you have to find the good in him. And that would be really pretty rough if he were actually uh, yeah. eating this little boy. <laughs> yeah. And imagine imagine they, oh, go ahead, Jack. How you say, I need to get some ice, but keep yeah. talking. Yeah, imagine they film that scene. How do you how do you find the core uh, emotion when you're eating a little uh, eating a child? It's like, all right. So if I was let me get in this character's head. Children are delicious. Right. <laughs> well, they're young and tender. They haven't been beaten down by the world. I know. Kids smell. Baby smell. If I'm going to eat somebody, I want like I want like a, a well-to-do 33-year-old. A properly preened 33-year-old blonde. Yeah. Hairless. Yeah, hairless. Ooh. I want her to be seal Talking about me here. <laughs> I want a grass-fed fat person because that's what you get the best beef from. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're best when you and slow they- cook them. Well, of course, but that's because the connective tissue has got to dissolve. Yeah, and it's uh, no. I want. I want nothing close to the ass. No, it's just like yeah. No, Furthest want... away from from head or head and hoof is yeah. is where you want to be. You want to yeah. where the least amount of, of work is done, so that it's just kind of like just the neediness of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's succulent. It's delicious. I want organic. I want somebody. Oh, but that's the bacon. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. When you get to the belly fat, that's a good time. But that that depends on the cut, really. It's it's a matter. Of, it's all conditioning. Let's take a weird yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me. I got to check on the basement real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am starving. That's probably why I went there. Oh, I have to pee, and I'm out of beer. Well, I see a solution then. So no, you have an empty can then, <laughs> or an empty bottle. Right, everybody, look away. <laughs> bottle full of dreams. Uh, send that back to Mason. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to send you this terrific barrel aged beer. Don't mind the fact that it's yellow when you pour it out. It's my urine. All, a lot of beer is yellow when you pour it out. Yeah, not this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sudsy. I've had. Uh, I've always prided myself on very clean, clear pee because I drink a lot of water. So very hydrated. But since Corona, uh, or a little earlier, since since it was in the news, I've been, been prepping my body for it by uh, taking a lot of vitamin C and a lot of vitamin B, a B complex, B twelve, and I didn't realize it makes your pee neon yellow. Oh yeah, and yeah, you look I'm, like a fucking nineties yeah, movie. Yeah, and since I'm taking it every day, it's it's a, a, like I've you know, in the course of two months, I've gone from Jackie Clear pee <laughs> to uh, you know. <laughs> To a guy that lays the golden goose, like it's oh. <laughs> just uh, squeeze some lime in there, you'll be fine. <laughs> I would also suggest if you can find some of those uh, lowbrow cereals that are made with purple dye, because it'll change your your poop to green. And then yes, yeah. God damn like it! A, a I'm gonna go pee and get beer. 
you'll be a shamrock <laughs> shake dispenser yeah, to all no, your friends. No, I, uh, I, I, God, I miss cereal. I haven't had the. <laughs> I, I was a big cereal guy. I haven't had this bowl of cereal in. 15 years oh, but shakes. i did have the black whopper around halloween oh right and that made my shit neon green uh for oh. days it was it was insane i'd never see i, I if it was like that scene in hook when they all imagine the food oh god uh it looks like the stuff the unicorn crapped out in that um squatty potty commercial um <laughs> yeah no that that's and it <sighs> If anything is an illustration of why you shouldn't eat Burger King, the amount of time it took for that dye to work itself through your system. <laughs> like four days of shitting and I still got Burger King coming out. I can trace this back to one meal. Yeah, it's like it hasn't gone away. It's like carbon dating. Yeah. <laughs> I've mentioned a couple of times that uh, I've gotten an upset stomach and I felt like I, I shit out so far back into the, the carbon dating of my inside stomach liming. It's like breast milk has come out. It, it's like I'm, I'm just hitting mom's DNA at the end there. That's all that there is. Yeah, yeah. Roy Rogers, that closed in 1994. Sizzler was my other go-to. I, I miss Sizzler. That was when we would eat out at Sizzler, that was that was a a fancy night. That's when you knew you had a good report card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's the smell of that like old carpeted diner where where it, uh, where there was still a smoking section. That's like burned into oh, my yeah. DNA. Did you guys like, have ground round or was there like only oh, one? Oh, the ground round. What well, if, if there's the ground round uh, still a ground round open here? By the way, really? Never been there, but it's, oh, it exists. The one in Yonkers closed because uh, somebody found glass in their salad. The same day, some guy dressed in a sailor suit followed some kids. In- <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine being like the, the speaking the, of the outsider? Yeah. Can you can you imagine being the department head that has to deal with that? You get an email. Who's Mason uh, and where did he go? You get an email that's like, uh, yeah, there's glass and salad. You're like, Jesus Christ, how did this get any worse? And then another email pops up in your inbox. It's like sailor pedophile. You know, it's. <laughs> That poor bastard that day. Um, not the pedophile. That, that's not the poor bastard you're talking about. I, but so, so I got to give the show credit too. They avoided a lot of the child pedophile stuff. Yeah. They very, they really once, they, once they established it was a supernatural monster, it really, they didn't, like there's a lot of shows that will yeah. f- like almost like, like, uh, like focus on it. Got all that blood on the sailor suit. <laughs> I I, no, I I I don't like I don't like when they indulge in that, that that kind of dark shit when it's like dark for dark's sake. It gets to be too much. It's like the strip club scene over and over again. It's like you've really hammered this home enough. Now at least yeah. they turned that strip club into the the background for one of the characters. Like the the cop going there all the time was just like all right, a little bit much. Uh, but for one of the characters to be involved, like they brought it back at the end to make sense as to why we kept seeing it over and over again. It does at least establish why it's necessary. Yeah. But there there are certain things that just happen in HBO shows. Uh in, in episode nine when they start telling the backstory of uh the the grave in the caves. And uh and and they're just like transferring between the story that's going on currently and the story that's going on in the past, but they don't tell you that it's happening in the past. You just kind of work it out for yourself as it goes along. 
HBO is big on doing stuff where they play the stuff out of order. In the first episode, they did that a little bit too, where they they show the cops going and interviewing people, interspersed with them going to collect uh, Bateman's character at the at the game. And so you just kind of like, why is he at this this person's porch all of a sudden? And oh, that's him informing the wife or the mom of the kid. But we just it was again like you can either establish that or you don't. And HBO is big about not establishing it and just like the viewers will figure it out. It's not yeah. as bad as Westworld, but it is kind of that same sort of story trope that we like to go back to a lot. I'd argue it's not. I'd argue that uh, HBO's guilty of it maybe more than the others, but I think it's um, I think it's all cable and streaming services now. I think I think we're in a post golden age of television where there are now, first of all, we're peak TV. So there's so many shows. So they're all trying to differentiate from each other. And a lot of them seem to do the school of like post mad men, post breaking bad, post leftovers, uh, where they like, they're trying to mimic what made those shows special. And they're, they're following the form, but not necessarily the artistry behind it. And a lot of that is, but I think a lot of it comes from, almost gimmicks like they're just they're just trying to make their prestige drama feel prestigious for a reason it can't just be a straightforward a b c d plot it has, they're they're trying to find reasons for it to to be quote-unquote prestige uh, that that's ki- kind of the feeling i get when they, when that keeps happening i would go back even further and say that it's post lost yeah no lost certainly lost yeah yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Speaking gonna, of, I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Uh, speaking of tropes, though, one of the things that we do get out of this is that ensemble of the characters that are all trying to go to fight this creature that felt very much like the stand to me. It, it was adults doing it, but it's, hey, here's where each of these different people come in and why they're all being affected by this and how we all get together and we have to, to make us not a stand. But, uh, it. There are, it's it's but conceptually it again. There are a lot of Stephen King stuff with a similar feel. Right. Langoliers is a bunch of adults trying to fight the Langoliers. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, um, like you said, it chapter two is a bunch of adults trying to fight Pennywise. And, and so it's not uncommon for Stephen King to have some monster that a group of adults are banding together to fight. Um, right. Not to say that I didn't care. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't think about well, that until you brought it up, to be honest. But now, that, I mean, it's a very valid point, and it's very. Well, Stephen I also King. thought about it because there's the person becomes possessed or uh, entranced to the creature that um, is like working against him. So you've got a human villain and the creature villain, and that also happened in it with the bully that that was chasing them and trying to kill them in the first one and growing up in the second one. Like you have this this thing that becomes beholden to Pennywise, and in this you have this thing that becomes beholden to the outsider. Uh, with the cop who's a sniper. So it gives you a human element for them to fight, and then the supernatural element is after that as the final like big battle or whatever it is, and even in that, it usually is subtle. And one of the things that I texted to Matt when we were starting to watch this... Nude photos? He's like, I'm, I'm really into this so far, but it's Stephen King. I assume at some point he's going to shit the bed on the ending because <laughs> that's my expectation of Stephen King is that Stephen King does amazing character interaction, amazing dialogue. And then it comes to the ending and he just shits something out and says, fuck it. And, uh, cut me my check. And, and that's, 
what I was waiting to happen here because I'm so used to that being the case. And I'm not saying that as a person who reads a lot of King. I, I've read like three books by King. And one of them is about writing, which is a phenomenal book. Um, the stuff I've read by him, I do like, but it's just, I know that's the case. And I know from watching a lot of his stuff that it stuff kind of falls apart at the end unless someone else comes in and fixes it. And even with it, chapter two, I felt like the same thing happened. We just got a repeat of what happened in the first movie, except a little bit darker. And I, I was really ultimately disappointed by the second chapter of this film that the first film was so good and was at the height of, of stuff that I loved for the last couple of years. And I kind of lost interest because of the, the sequel, which is a Matrix thing, which is a Star Wars thing. I'm sorry, I can't get over the sounds Jack is making. I, hear I assume he's opening pop tarts. Fucking foley artist over there. He has fucking and mini also, donuts. I don't, I don't know how far I am. That's close. Oh. That's uh, mozzarella and prosciutto. Really? Oh, nice. I thought they were mini Much donuts. <laughs> yeah, it's the prosciutto mozzarella oh. donut. God, you're so Italian. Close to elite. They were yeah. at a they were at a gobble goal. Oh <laughs> man. Um, is this not? Do people not eat this? Is this? A, is this? Oh no! One hundred percent. I would have put salt on it though, and potentially had a, a slice of tomato with it also. Oh well. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one too. I just, yeah, it, whatever. Um, anyone here like hot sauce? Yeah. So I'm really in. I got uh, I got the Fuego box, but I do it like once every three months. <clears throat> and I got Shaka sauce, which is a pineapple habanero sauce. It's not that hot and it's not that sweet. It's fucking amazing. I've I've eaten half of it today alone, and I'm literally buying buying more on Amazon right now. That's my. You should get them. To, you should get them to sponsor. What's it the called? Show. And I'm talking about the the pineapple hot sauce right now. In case I'm like three minutes behind. Shaka sauce. S H A K A space sauce. <laughs> that sounds Thank good because I, I I can't do spicy. Yeah, it I love eating spicy. I don't like shitting spicy. There's that. Yeah, it's on Amazon. They have a couple other ones too that I might try. Um you can get the Shaka, the pineapple habanero and a Trinidad sauce for $20. But Trinidad sounds so goddamn hot that I don't think it's worth the extra $6. What's hotter, Trinidad or Tobago sauce? Well, Trinidad uh the Trinidad scorpion Shut up, Jack. Fucking geography jokes. <laughs> Probably the, the Tobago scorpion. I don't know. I don't know. Go, just fucking someone else talk. I can't tell if I'm on a delay or you're just slow. I don't. I... <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just slow tonight. Like I said, I, I'm. I'm out, I'm out of Jack practice. Wait a minute. He's I think I'm on like a three or four minute delay, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely on a delay, Kevin. I want to do like. We should all hold up a clock. Ooh, and I see like, that. like yeah. what time it is for everybody. All right. Yeah. Well, what if I text you, Kevin? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Let me know when you get this. Oh wait, you responded to me just very quickly just now. Yeah. Okay. It's hit or miss sometimes. Sometimes it feels like it's like twenty seconds. Yeah, I got this world clock. It has New York on it. Uh, oh shit, Matt! You're like two hours away from us. That's <sighs> way off. No, I'm Hold one on. hour. No. I don't know why it has a time zone. Co- 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 Computer, what time is it? It's 8.42 p.m. Alexa, yeah. what time is it? 
Time is 842 p.m. Somewhere okay, so we're within 60 seconds of each other. Echo, what time is it? Let me go put this back. We all have different wake words for our Alexa. And mine's just and mine's a basic woman. It's not uh, doing anything. Actual. You guys are great. I, pod- I do you want to clarify great. something if I could. I'm shocked people keep coming back. I love everyone that comes to listen to this show, but it is so far <clears throat> from an actual podcast. Oh. Mason seems cool. Ashley seems cool. Oh, everyone that hangs out um, is fucking amazing. I love them all. Yeah. Except Erica, oh, yeah. she could uh, fucking I wanted to trip clarify. and choke on 12 dicks. Uh, Levi actually was going to ask the puppet because on the back of the pets.com is the wristwatch dog collar. <laughs> there it is. Um, the movie The Gift with Jason Anal. Bateman is oh. not the Sam Raimi one. There was a different one. Right. That's uh, the one that they're trying to watch later. Uh, in uh, Harold and Kumar. I just want to make sure people don't rent the wrong one. Katie Holmes topless. Um, I didn't know that there was. I only knew of the one with Jason Bateman. Yeah, it's uh Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi did the. That's the other one, the Kate Blanchett one. I think that has a box with a button on it in it, maybe. No, it, it's oh. it's a it's a murder mystery. It's Kate Blanchett. Keanu oh, is that Reeves. where Katie Holmes shows? Yes. Her the scene from Harold Harold and Kumar, the neighbors are watching that instead of going to White Castle with them. Got it. Yeah. All right. Where the fuck is Jack? I don't know. He's probably eating donuts made of mozzarella. Oh, excuse me. Mozzarella. Did I go get a snack? <laughs> mozzarella. I don't know how you fucking. Oh, do you want to see my cat? Talk. Yes. Yeah, I want to oh, see your okay. cat. Do you want me? <laughs> I can have my wife send in a dog. Say hi, Olivia. Oh, for, for oh, viewers, she hates her life. We're worried. Uh, Matt's dog is apparently fine. No more bleeding from the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um, Sebastian, who had the bloody asshole situation last oh. week, we stopped giving him his um, his arthritis medication to see if that was what was causing the diarrhea and poop. He stopped having diarrhea. He stopped bleeding from his ass, and he doesn't seem to be in any pain. So we're just kind of we're taking it day by day. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So I should quit my arthritis medication. Is yeah, what you're saying? It's going to do it for me, Matt. Yeah. Um, I don't I, I know, can, guys. I can yeah. tell you what's what's not going to work is eating a whole log of prosciutto and mozzarella. <laughs> you're not going to have diarrhea if you do that, though, because you just won't shit. Whole log is probably an apt descriptor. I also just <laughs> noticed that Mason tried to join this this room. All right, Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> oh, fuck you. This is just we're eating snacks at this point. It's snack time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that happen. Hey Didn't Corey, this was a so ten hours of of shows. So what did people snack on when they were watching this? No, that's fine. So uh, Beat mentioned that we should watch the gift. We should have the gift in the chamber for next week. But I'll tell you Monday who our god damn it who our guest might be. Okay. I won't know till Monday if he has time or not. <laughs> Which version of the gift? Is it Dr. Fauci? It is Dr. Fauci. <laughs> I don't know who Dr. Fauci is. Oh, um, uh, 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 uh. Who's Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci is who's been doing all the coronavirus. Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a doctor he's a doc- of sorts. 
Yeah, he uh, and he's doing all these podcasts and stuff, uh, trying to get the word out about uh, social distancing and shit. Oh, social distancing. But you, said, but, you, but you said he was busy. And it, was, it was a whole joke. It would have it would have been funny if you uh, watched the news once in the last eight weeks. I've been very selective of my news because I don't want to. There's a lot of bad information out there, and there's a lot of people trying to be. Um, the first to break shit. That's not true. So All right, thank you, Reddit. We appreciate yeah, you can, it. You can hey. finally kind of figure out where. No, this is Matt. He's not keeping up with things, so he's on Dig. I'm on. I'm on Grinder. <laughs> I got uh, Grinder slash Matt's butt, or excuse me, at Matt's butt. Um, God damn it, Jack! What are you eating now? Um, garlic Parmesan pretzel crisps. I expect them to be louder. <laughs> Saying Italian, garlic parmesan. That's perfect. Uh, On brand. I'm <laughs> Corey, do you have a snack too that I can't see? Uh no, I'm out of tea. Oh, uh, do you need to get more? I, I will eventually. I mean <laughs> we could <laughs> You just You just got snacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh shit. I saw I just saw Ke- uh Kevin has Samoas. Yeah, uh, that's that's the famous Jack line from Bad Show Sometimes Watched. Uh, <laughs> Corey's favorite podcast. Bad Show You Watch Now. Um, Jack, What? Uh, whatever. I guess we can sidetrack from Outsider. What's up with the... What's up with the show? We talked briefly. Um, Dan has 12 babies now, so he has time. Yeah, yeah. They all just keep each other company. Yeah, just uh, we just as a matter of trying to get in the same room, and you know, not in exactly in the headspace to be podcasting a lot these days with being laid off and losing family members to COVID, and yeah, it just doesn't seem like the best time to talk about the Simpsons. But uh, please don't tell me that some either one of you has actually lost a family member to COVID, because then I'll feel really bad. My brother's mom died on Thursday. Oh, for fuck's sake! As as a result of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, buddy. It is what it is. We're we're all at least I don't know if it's different in, in where you guys are in New York. Everybody knows somebody's got it's. it's I I know no one that has it. Oh yeah, I know dozens of people. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Like so, uh, <clears throat> Matt and I did a cast in the Furious earlier this week, and I talked to him, and he goes, "Well, I know like three people." I'm like, "I know none." Um, so it's so far removed. And like when I was texting you guys a couple of weeks ago, I think when we first started talking about this, and you're like, "Oh, this person has it. And this person has it." I'm like, "I don't know anybody." There's like seven people in my county with it, and I just hope that they all choke choke on a dick. Yeah. Well, it's just a numbers thing here. I mean, we have like what twelve million people in Brooklyn. Yeah, way more than we do. There's like twenty thousand in, in the five boroughs. Yeah. So, like, I know four people that have recovered. I know one person who has died, but was too old to even test if it had anything to do with it. So we. Was it we just tiger? have no idea. Yes, it was a tiger. <laughs> right. yeah, how many times? Oh, oh, I brought a dog. Kitty cat. It's oh. not a cat. <laughs> a doggy. I don't have cats. I'm allergic to them. This is Dieter. He's my other. He's half cat. wiener dog. Wait, his name's Peter. Dieter. Oh, Dieter. Oh, his, Dieter. his name yeah, is Kevin. Kevin had a cat named Peter. Uh, Heinz, yes, uh, here he is Heinz in this Dieter. box. Oh, uh, I have rabbits in boxes in this house. My wife's just letting everyone in here now. Corey, Corey do you, uh, Corey, do you, do, do you, uh, 
I don't know if you watch the show. Do you pick up on the references to Kevin's cats, Peter and Olivia? No, that doesn't sound familiar. Fringe. Oh, okay. No, I I, I somehow miss Fringe. Oh, such a good Fringe. show. Oh, like, the couple of times that I, I would catch it here and there, I, I, I like the cast a lot. I like the ideas behind it. And I think what it is is I came in very early and went, oh, this is probably not for me. And stepped away, and then they got really good after that. Yeah, the final season's garbage, but the first four oh, seasons yeah. are very good. Yeah. Um, and it had a lot in common with The Outsider. No? Regular cops going against supernatural forces. Um, we were talking about Ben Mendelsohn, and we talked about J.C. Yep. Uh, the whole cast was great. Bill Camp. Oh, on, like, every how HBO great is Bill Camp? Yeah. Um, Yule Vasquez is uh the the catholic uh latino oh yeah do you guys recognize him from seinfeld as one of the two aggressively gay guys why don't you wear the ribbon you don't wear the ribbon oh who does not want to wear the ribbon who does not okay yeah (laughs) i did not know that was him that's him yeah and um who else we got we got cherry jones of uh she was the Who's no, she? Cherry Jones isn't in it. But uh, um, she in porn films. Who played Ben Mendelsohn's wife? She played um, Joshua Winning- Jackson's mom on The Affair. I want to say Mary. Mayor Winningham. Mayor Winningham yeah. from Saint yep. Elmo's Fire. Yes. The the uh, I'm gonna hate myself. Oh, Seth me. Grayson from House of Cards. Yeah. Yeah, he was actually very good in this. Yep. No, it was a great cast. It was everybody was very believable in the parts they were playing when when they. And, and and a lot of it was the writing, too. When somebody bought into what was going on, you felt like, okay, I can see why they would. And when, when someone was being skeptical, you can say, all right, I, I feel like I know why they would be skeptical. It didn't seem like anybody was going against the, the trueness of what their characters were as to what things they did. Like the brother betraying them sort of at the the end by by like insisting that he's going to tell his brother everything they laid out like he has a total distrust of, of police and authority and the only person he gives a shit about is his own family yeah. and, and he's dumb and he doesn't left. believe him yeah yeah no, every everybody made sense yeah it, it really it worked on a level that i was not expecting again because i've seen other king adaptations kind of fall apart at the end and I didn't feel like this one did. I know, Matt, you were saying that you were disappointed in the ending. What it? What was it about the ending that didn't work for you? Because <clears throat> it felt and like... Did the, you actually watch it all the way through, or did you just beat her off? Son of like, a bitch, I even went back and watched the shit that happened right after the credits started. Oh, good. I was going to ask. Um, oh, so they spent nine and a half episodes like building up this whole El Cuco shit, and then they spent a half of an episode tying everything up so that it ended. And it just felt it was like the slow, slow, slow burn. And then they were just like, fucking, we got to end this by now. Um, they either could have not done that at all and just made that last episode end when the whole shit ended or just done it in like 10 minutes. But I don't know. I agree. It was a little anticlimactic. Yeah. I think they, I think the half hour dramatic wrapping up ending, plenty of finales do that. I'm fine with it. I think it felt long because the El Cuco showdown was so short and simple. And, and so much me wanted to really like get a good front look of him with the droopy face too, because you only saw it in passing and in drawings and stuff. So that was kind of annoying to me. But I also understand. I understood why they didn't do it. 
Yeah, it, it seemed like for a show that was so grounded but kept discussing this giant supernatural entity, that the yeah. giant supernatural entity still felt really grounded in how the whole scene went down and how it ended, and you don't you don't see this giant blow, but you don't see like a, a nuclear bomb happening like the end of the stand. You don't see things like where it's gotta be this giant effects thing to happen. It just it really kept it small and intimate so that these two to three people that show up at the end are able to take care of it. I felt like that was that was probably more valid than what I expected it to be, which would have been either like we we tell you that it, it didn't really count and something else is still out there. And they, they imply it, but they imply it in, in a the best possible way of making Holly think that she's experiencing something like it could still be happening and questioning herself. And then they give us a, a totally sincere and wonderful moment after that of her listening to the radio after it, when she never liked to listen to music and that song coming on that she and the sheriff had talked about. Yeah. I thought that was incredible. To me, this ending came together better and more earned than things that I would have put it up against. So one of my huge complaints is the fact that they are, as far as I read, they're planning on a second season. They're planning mm -hmm. on a second season beyond the Stephen King uh, novel, <sighs> which will likely just ruin it for me because you're making a story that is appended to a story that has been written to completion and like I, I, I don't know I feel like a lot of TV shows are probably written for one season and they're like holy shit that's popular let's write three more because money and, and I, I just I think they're going to ruin the fucking story now I'm totally going to watch it and I'm going to complain about it a ton but <laughs> uh, and but and, I don't know, I, and maybe I, I know. Uh, no, I know they had the um, the post credit stinger, and I'm hoping they resolve that very early or its backstory. But ideally, I would love a second season if it wasn't um, El Cuco. It was just Holly taking out another monster of the week. Like right. she becomes the Columbo of and of, and, of and I think monster. that's what needs to happen is because if El Cuco comes back, or if there's more than one, because they they do kind of dance yeah. around. If there's more than one of him, he doesn't even know. Right, right, right. And why would he admit it if there was? Um, I'm curious. I, I haven't seen a lot of Stephen King adaptations recently. I missed It Chapter 2. I missed Dr. Sleep. I uh, haven't seen any of the other TV shows. Dr. Sleep um, sucks. Do they, have they been more faithful with their Stephen King endings where it's usually a very quick showdown? Or have they made it or they Hollywooded it up and made like drawn out fights and stuff? Um, Dr. Sleep was as faithful to the book as I can remember. I mean, it was, it's already been like eight or 10 years since that book came out. Um, it chapter two kind of matched it in, in the fucking four hours and 50 minutes that, that movie was. Yeah. That was a long um, goddamn movie. I'm trying to think what else I've seen recently, even like Mr. Mercedes, it, it's the thing where it's like build up, build up, build up, build up. And then the actual showdown is about 30 seconds and then it's just kind of over. Yeah. That's what I feel like a lot of Stephen King stories go that way. What are the, what are the better Stephen King stories to you? Is it the stuff that is the supernatural stuff or is it the stuff that's the human stuff? Like misery is obviously one of his most beloved, best received films and it's not supernatural, but you put it up against, yep. Most of his other stuff is the things like Pet Cemetery or, 
the stand or, or it and and all those things are are great and have their their high points but when it comes down to seeing it the whole way through something with a human ending seems to work better and i feel like that's what this was and and to me absolutely first, i think the first chapter of it the yeah. the recent version um does the supernatural stuff but still keeps it grounded being about the kids and the whole thing at the end with the kids in that that first chapter is a lot of added stuff that doesn't need to happen but feels so great because it is a payoff for you're following the characters more than you're following the adventure that they're on hmm. yeah i think uh he's at his best when he's covering human depravity rather than just pinning it all on a ghost um i mean the book the shining is so much of a metaphor for alcoholism that he was always so upset didn't make it into the original movie mm-hmm. but then we saw the abc miniseries that he scripted that did remain faithful to that and it fucking sucked yeah yeah it was the director of the stand mm-hmm yeah and, and- oh yeah i Don't cry. It's all right, bud. <laughs> Sound like you got real emotional there. <laughs> you just got quiet. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to figure out if I was on a delay. You or, are. Um, no, I'll take a $12 flight out to Brooklyn and hug you. It's cool. <laughs> um, no, I think his human stuff works better on the page when um, there's less to look at because so much is revealed just by seeing it. But when he's just describing it like a little eyedropper, details coming through one at a time, it works better on the page. I think his horror stuff is better on the screen. I like horrors. Whether we are actually looking at it, not horrors. Sorry. But whether we're actually looking at it or being chased by it or thinking about it off screen. Yeah. It, so it it's it's hard. It's hard to shoot people just sitting around talking and that goes back to that tarantino stuff we were talking about earlier is that there there became a genre for that and there became yep. a, a thing for that but if you still want to work in plot you've got to you've got to be very precise in how you're doing it and king does fantastic character work fantastic dialogue and it's not necessarily exciting if that was all that you were seeing on the screen as good as he is um, because the subject matter is usually a little bit more human. Even with Tarantino stuff, the characters, while they are plain humans, are superhuman in a lot of ways. They're just prime examples and, and, and distilled down to some very sharp essence of, of something in the character. Um, King writes people that you probably know. You know, you feel connected to them because they're, they're all very relatable. They're either you or they're someone that you grew up with. And that is, to me, the most enticing thing about his work. And, yeah, the the biggest challenge of making a film out of it. Yeah, and that's probably why his horror, uh, why he made a name for himself. You know, he's, again, his horror writing, it's good. It's very good. But, you know, there's other people who are as good, if not better. But because he makes such grounded characters, it ups how scary every story is because it's like oh this could actually happen the outsider reminds me the most of salem's lot which is also like basically small town drama Mm. with a vampire 
like an actual supernatural vampire every now and then killing somebody. And then it's not until near the end where you have the main characters like, oh shit, there's vampires. They exist. We have to do something. Also, nobody in this was a writer. Hmm. That is, that is something that really uh, you just fully expect is like someone in this is the writer. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but that, that didn't happen. I, I think the closest we get is Holly is our, our entry point into yeah. feeling like, she, she when she says at the end you know outsiders recognize outsiders and she sees herself as an outsider even though she becomes to us the person that is one of the most focused and and most beloved and who we want to follow out of it and i, and I love the sheriff and i love the, the the story of him and his wife in that town and what they could do next but they are in a small town and holly is the one who's going to go from place to place as an investigator and has her contacts and stuff that you expect is going to lead us to the next part and the sheriff, if if everything worked out, should just be able to try to go back to a normal life as much as he can now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she still lives in the Mr. Mercedes town. Um, I would totally watch a crossover, <laughs> just swap out Parker Posey and not even explain it. Uh, I was called out in the comics and the comments. I was totally wrong. King's two best adaptations are not supernatural. It's Stand By Me and Shawshank. I didn't know if you were paying attention. I was trying to find a way to sneak that in to bring it up. Um, but I love you. And oh, I'm always watching. That's I like that about you. <clears throat> what are you doing later? I've never seen Shawshank. Really? I don't remember it. Yeah, I, I've I've never. I don't think I've ever sat and watched it from beginning to full. I've seen most of it plenty of times on TNT, but I don't. I don't think. Or AMC it. Jack. Or AMC. It's really good. Yeah. I haven't it's seen like, it in a really long time. Is it really that good? And that that's a legitimate yes, question. It is. I like, watch it probably like once every two years. What? Oh yeah. No, it's um But it's eight it, goddamn it, hours long. I mean it's like between that and Godfather and Sh- and Schindler's list. It's not as long as you remember. None no, of them have long, I seen. Right? Like the last act of it is like 40 minutes. So you like you catch up to the end so much faster than you think. But like IMDb ranking, mm-hmm. it's constantly switching between one, two, and three. And it absolutely should be there. It's only two hours and 22 minutes, which is pretty short in comparison to a lot of new movies. I love, uh, I love the Green Mile. And Compared I to the- everything that comes out today, that's like... 20 minutes shorter than the average. And that's that's a really good point. If a movie comes out now and it's not under two hours, I'm not going to watch it unless I have to. Well, this... So when we were doing the show last week and Matt brought up, okay, and then next Saturday we're doing The Outsider, which is 10 hours, and Corey looks surprised because he forgot that he was supposed to do it. And I kind of forgot and kind of remembered, but I just... It was the suddenly oh yeah i have to watch 10 hours of tv this week this was 10 hours that I, I warned you from two weeks in advance oh i know you did you absolutely this is not on you two months from you know we, we, there was yeah. no reason to rush it and binge it no but that's the thing is so this is <laughs> but the first time that my wife and i sat down watched a show where we were both fully engaged in the show every once in a while she would pick up her ipad or her phone but she put it down at least 80% of the time and was watching the entire series. And it was two episodes, three episodes a night throughout the week. Uh, we skipped Friday because we were just kind of like both burned out. 
not of the show of like just life. But we we went and we watched it and we were excited to watch it and we were entranced by it. And I have not had an experience like that with her in quite some time where we were like totally into something like other than simple shows that we could just lure ourselves into to relax, like HGTV stuff or something. This was like a plot, complicated characters, emotional everything and we were a hundred percent into it and that was to me that's the highest compliment i can pay something on tv right now on these streaming services and all this other stuff is like you got my attention you kept my attention the whole way and i don't know if i would have been as into it if i had watched it as it was coming out that weekly thing like this is where the streaming stuff really adds up is to just be able to watch it in in, in one kind of block over a few days but it really worked for me and i was I don't have a lot of stuff that I can say that about anymore. Yeah, no, it was, that's a, that's a great compliment to give something. Now I, I can't, I don't watch, I can't not second screen at this point. I can't remember the yeah. last show. Uh, the, I mean, besides I watched the circle on Netflix, the new reality I show. I fucking loved the circle. The yeah. And I watched that with the girl I was seeing. And when you're watching with somebody else, it does make it, especially somebody you're not, living with or whatever it makes it a lot easier to not second screen and, and be rude and be on your phone uh so that's really the only show in recent memory that i've watched uh with all of my attention and yeah it was great i love the circle have you watched uh blind love yet love is blind we, love is we blind. watched uh yeah we watched the first couple episodes i didn't think it was that good not good i okay. didn't think it was as good i even started it but i was hoping it was kind of like that. i didn't say not good i just said it's not as good <clears throat> and that's what i was saying i'm trying to find something that is just as good as the circle and if you're saying it's not as good, like we, like I said, we started Ozark and and Bates Motel, so there are other shows that are as good. Ducktales. So my wife's not gonna watch want to watch Ducktales. That's gonna be me watching it by myself while I'm in here working. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. not in the cartoons. Weird when when did you think it was weird how the the actor portraying Louis cast himself in a role where he raped and and murdered children? <laughs> <laughs> And directed the episode, directed the animation. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what? Did I miss um, No. Yes, I did, apparently. Not that, Louis. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I did love the standoff. I did love the sniping standoff. It was so well done. That was great. And and it, it gives you a realistic out as to how to get rid of that character, too, is where, because they, they established earlier on, you can't kill yourself but you can let yourself be killed and and doing that with the snake and everything. The buildup to that was pretty good. It was also like from the moment they introduced the Holly relationship with the ex-cop, it, it, you knew it was going to end tragically. That's the one thing that I kind of wish. Do you have to go to that? But it was also that's another S- Stephen King thing is most of the cast is going to just wind up dead. Uh, all these characters you built up this relationship with and love, a lot of them are going to die, you know, and and that's also Game of Thrones and a lot of HBO stuff, but it it worked in the context of what they did, and they had established the guy was a sniper, they established so many things to get to that honest and earned payoff. Game of Thrones is on our quarantine watch list. If you haven't watched it, you'd love it. Do you really think I would, though? Yes, 100%. I told my wife we will watch one season... And if she doesn't like it after that, I will probably just watch it by myself. Yeah, it's tough. It's a slow burn. Um, and that's what I've but, heard. But uh, if I figure if you can get through one season, you can at least get through one story arc enough to want you to want to watch the next one. I hope she does. 
I don't really care. Got- I'm fucking married for the rest of my life, so whatever. <laughs> like it, don't like it, whatever. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm married. I'm miserable. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm miserable, but the thing is, is I have a there's a TV to my north, true north. So I, when I work, I work in here, so I can just watch it while I'm sitting here and working. So if she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. But it makes life easier when the, the wife likes something. Yeah, I, when I was when I was dating when I when I lived with Missy, I had uh, yeah, I had my shows and I had our shows. Yep, and that's like when you want to play video games and it's six fifteen on a Tuesday for me. I'm like, well, I got to see what the old Sliz is up to. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that you call her that is probably a good sign. It was part of his wedding vows. <laughs> yeah, right. I will. I need to call you Sliz for the rest of my life. <laughs> I love my life. You met Stein. Take the old Sliz. Here comes the Sliz. We had the McDonald's Hamburglar is the one that officiated our wedding. What do you expect? Really? No. No. <laughs> you were so let down. I, it was. I really wish it would have at this point. Um, I picked the officiant because my wife is oh. not into Could Jesus. Have been. Oh man. I'm gonna have to tell her. I'll be like, I'm Kevin's upset. That- Mayor McCheese didn't officiate our wedding. <laughs> right there it is. <laughs> Just, rubble, rubble. Uh, got married by a, a made-to-be-defunct puppet from McDonald's <laughs> because the crop puppeteers <laughs> sued them out of existence. <laughs> like, well, I tried to get Mary McCheese. I tried to get Big Mac. They wouldn't let us do it, so I had to get fucking Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. We're going to get the Fry Guys as our ring bearers. That, that, <laughs> oh, man. She is a woman who loves potatoes. Example A. Isn't that a Rolling Stones B-side? <laughs> <laughs> She's a woman who loves potatoes. Uh, potato, I know I'm potato queen of Chicago. She comes in taters everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> done. I'm done. <sighs> oh, All right. What? <laughs> uh, Corey. <clears throat> oh my goodness. <sighs> Jack, you sweat when you cough. I can't breathe. <sighs> <laughs> That's that that sounds like Corona. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I cough, my wife's like, "You got the fucking Corona." I'm like, "No, it's a it's a productive cough." <laughs> when it stops being productive, that's when I got the reducing my own death. Yeah. At least something's <sighs> being productive during all this. Ah oh, man, I uh, we have this this like stone thing above our uh, fireplace, and I'm like, I'll go out there and fucking mantle. Yeah, thank you. It's a mantle. It's a mantle. <laughs> and we have stone. Hey, 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 hey. A mantle. We can't assume gender. All right. Fuck off. It could be a woman tool. It's okay. It's a, it's a person tool. It's a, it's a woman tool. You, you mean a mantle. <laughs> no, I agree. I I agree. I, I thought Holly's portrayal, I the Parker Posey portrayal was... <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, I wasn't prepared for this show. <laughs> seltzer. I'm drinking orange seltzer. What about you, Kevin? I'm still drinking Russell's Reserve. Uh, I'm on the last little bit, so it's time to add it to the old uh, Infinity bottle. You want to see my Infinity bottle? Yeah, I'd rather see the Endgame bottle. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Jack. Why yeah. did you ever stop podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> so when you uh when i finish a thing of whiskey i just add it into this oh my god that's on my so birthday just... i'll drink it oh i love that not when... the whole thing oh when's your birthday oh we're gonna your, your birthday's coming up yeah it's may 15th i don't know okay. if we're gonna be allowed to do anything uh, it's one of my Can... favorite traditions but everybody in the chat is invited i was just gonna say wow. if we have if we have to online did i freeze again or it's just no, 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 saying anything shut the fuck up if we have to online your birthday, I hope you froze again. Please. God damn it! You didn't freeze for us. He's probably left at this point. He's just it's May fifteenth. My birthday's May fifteenth. Yeah, but Jack, when's your birthday? Uh, June eleventh. That's what I thought. It was a little later. Matt, buy him a bottle from me. Uh, Mason, suck a dick. Um. Going to going to Kevin every every year. Kevin has his birthday uh, celebration at American Whiskey. It's one of my uh, favorite uh, annual. Uh, he he invites me every year, and <sighs> I, I never... out and read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin, can you hear me? Again? Anyway, my birthday. Is... <laughs> yes, I can. It's May. It's May fifteenth. Jason Bateman directed. Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman directed, directed your birthday. <laughs> um. Yes. Russell Crowe starred. If we cannot still the night go, guys. If, if we can't go outside for your birthday, can we do some sort of hangout that I can live stream to the internet? Partway yes. through, someone's going to roll. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, and Danny Glover. And Danny Glover's definitely going to be there. Definitely. One hundred. What's yes, he doing? Absolutely do something. Okay. Because I do. Think it's a Friday this year. I, um. Yeah. Whatever. I just want to. Do you think May fifteenth will still be stuck inside? I think so. <clears throat> the national quarantine the is extended to April thirtieth, and I think that's kind of a. I don't know. I mean, I have a. Uh, I have a standing reservation at American Whiskey on thirty thirtieth Street in Manhattan. You should all make it. Well, I gotta make reservations for the bar for Simpsons trivia. I keep I, I never technically canceled last Thursday. I just assumed they didn't care. Your bars are straight shut, right? Yeah, I don't think they were open. Yeah, the bar. A lot of the bars yeah. are open. If they can serve food, they're allowed to open and have um, uh, windows open, and they can sell you cans and bottles. Uh, Which is straight. Same and, here. You can you can get to go six packs of beer from a place that'll also sell you food. Yes, yeah, that's what that's what we have. I have um, a friend of mine. We used to get together and and share beer. So what I do is every Monday or Tuesday, I just go and walk into his garage, and he has three or four bottles, and then I just replace them with three or four bottles that I've drank half of. That's like my beer sharing at this point. You you're giving him open beer. There's a cap in it. You should pour. Cap. It into a glass. But he uh, leave it open so the bugs get in it. He gave me saran wrapped beer cans last time, and I'm driving home with open beer cans with saran wrap over the top, <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking so hope I don't get pulled over. Wait, I'm sorry. Why are you splitting calf? What? 
beer bottles. So Why don't you of, just keep one and give him the Because a lot of the beer bottles that I get are like 22 ounces oh, or 750 milliliters. Yeah. So he has these wine bottle stoppers. So I'll drink half of and, and cap it and then just drop it. I drop it off in his garage and just pick up whatever he's left for me. Because we can't see each other. Unless that cigarette butt floating in there really adds to the taste. It does. It, it, it <laughs> adds. What's that, Jack? Wouldn't it be flat? No, 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 no. A lot of the like super dark stuff isn't have a lot of carbonation to begin with. So you get about a week before it gets real bad. The cans didn't last. I won't tell him that. He will never listen to this. It's fine. But I don't want to like. What's his name? Yeah, actually, Matt, I've invited him. Uh, we have a special. He's right we're, tur- here. We're, we're turning podcast to Terry to Maury Povich. He's actually backstage. <laughs> just, He's been listening all the time. Bring Come on out, out. Jeff. <laughs> I know I've talked about him because so this is a guy that I met. He was from. He lived in Tulsa when I met him. Tulsa, Oklahoma. I met him in Indiana. Oh, TV's yeah, TV's whatever the hell Kevin said. <laughs> I met him in a beer line in Indiana at a beer release. He now lives by me and works at the same company as my wife. That's so weird. It's, no, it's just a coincidence, just like Holly said, the outsider. It's just a coincidence. It's time for the orgy. <laughs> Jack's getting more mozzarella. I have a question for Jack. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for Jack right Jack, now. Jack, I have a question for you. That's, that's the Neo Trinity scene. <laughs> Is your name Jack because you have a lot of jackets behind you? <laughs> no, this is this is because I have no space in my apartment. So I have I literally own a, a Picasso that's up in bubble wrap, and I have to hang my coats because I have no room for anything. It looks like my Animal Crossing house. All the stuff that I want to wear later is hanging up on the wall. There's yeah. no, there's no, no family pictures. No, none of my art. Like you've been to my old apartment, Kevin. I used to have a very, very nice home. Uh, this is all function. Yeah. This is just strictly function. <laughs> I just I don't have the room. Look, I'm on my bed right now. I can't even put my feet down. It takes me ten minutes to Ooh, stand up. Living out, living out. I've noticed that you. It's when you have to go pee. It's a whole yeah. Process. It's a whole process because I'm on my broken ten year old couch with the that's all sunk in the middle has no filling. It's like getting out of a water bed. This is my life. This has been my life for the last two and a half years since I left Bay Ridge. Has it like, been that long? My goodness. Yeah, it's like yeah. Matthew Bottom. Uh, what? No, I have a ton of room. Yeah. Um, this is just one room of my house, and I could roll around. and I have to walk like three Jack's yeah. bedrooms to get to a bathroom in my house. <sighs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, I thought that was the whole point is just to make Jack feel bad. Is that a futon behind you, Matt? Yeah, there's a snare drum on it right now too. Yeah, because he's still 21. And there's well, if I find myself in Wisconsin, may I sleep on it? I have a spare bedroom that you can sleep in with a real bed. <laughs> this is that's not what I asked. Oh yeah, no, you can totally sleep on this. I'll take the snare drum <laughs> off of it too. Uh, just don't touch the router. Get it, there it is. 
Got it. It's one of three. Is that like the farmer's daughter equivalent of your place? <clears throat> no, if you take down this router, there's just two other in my house that'll pick up your Wi-Fi traffic. So, oh. yeah, running mesh. You got to be able to get Wi-Fi in the second garage so my wife can watch TV while she's cleaning out there. Jesus. Yeah, this isn't... This I really want to go... How big is the garage? She has to clean a lot. Uh, uh, we can talk about that not on the internet. <clears throat> I really want to go and hang out at Matt's house and, and get the opportunity to lay on his futon and, you know, non-sheet sleep in what is obviously 15-year-old ejaculate dried up. This I watch this every time someone thing. sleeps on this. Or I masturbate on it. Right. So daily. You consider that your washing. Jerk off on this a lot. If you turned a black light on this room, it would glow up like the fucking rave. It's all Matt Cancel. Speaking of uh, rave, have you ever shown you guys my fireworks app? No, I'd like to see this though. Oh, I think I have it too. Hang on. I'm totally Let's down do it on at this. the same time. The fuck's the name of the app? Gay porn. I never remember. I have. I have uh, so many. Oh, here it is. Okay, you ready, boys? Yeah, I have like six, and none of them work. Oh shit! It works with your lights. Yeah, hold on. Here's my favorite: whistle rockets. I'm doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. Oh shit! Oh, there it goes. Wow. Jesus, Jack, let's calm it the fuck down, bro. It's not really doing it. Jack looks straight out of strange land right now. Alexa, turn off the living room lamp. I can do this too. Yeah, you see this shit? Let's get, let's get relaxing up in here. Wait, we focusing? <laughs> now we're focusing. Ooh, powerful? <laughs> we're so powered right <laughs> now. A minute ago. Jack, I love you so much. I love you so much. So much right now. <laughs> Let me turn off the kitchen light. It's better. <laughs> this is the internet, guys. <laughs> this is the Holiday. dumbest shit. Wait, I can uh, palette. Oh, no, let's do my one sad colored tranquil. Light. Exciting. We're exciting now. Um. It doesn't help that I have a light on my Everybody camera. Everybody hates this. Eh, they're fine. I don't even feel bad about this. We actually talked about the, the oh, show. I think this is we did. Um, is it? I don't know. Computer, turn on Titty Field. Titty Fields? City Field. I, uh, you, you, with my app, I can take pictures and then create lighting schemes based on it. So this is oh, yeah. the sunset of City Field. I oh, I think I can do like a. Oh, this is police car. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm in the naked gun. Kevin, do you have hue? <laughs> do you have hue lights as well? Yeah. Okay. There's like a a scary one, and I can't find it. Halloween Pro. No, it's not that. I have a purple rain app. Whenever it rains, since I can't see the outside world and I don't know whether to bring an umbrella, if it rains, my lights turn purple. Scares the shit out of me in the middle of the night. And then you have to bathe in the waters of Lake. Yeah, because it happens at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's this one? This one is called Film Projector. Oh, and it's locked. 
It's not free. This one is called Telephone. Most of them are locked. Oh, weird. The fuck is this? This is awful. (laughs) This is fun with apps with Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a a scary one, and I can't find it. Oh my god, Kevin, behind you. Ah! Oh dear. (laughs) It's Russell Crowe. Uh, <laughs> throwing a phone at oh, you. free demos. Halloween Pro. Oh, okay. Ah! What's, what's happening? Oh! oh this is kind of cool. What? Oh, oh, oh you're oh, dead oh. now. Ah. Ah. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Wow. Are your cats freaking out? So there was that no, guy who, who did the background for a Zoom uh, call where he had himself come out from a doorway while he was sitting there talking and doing the Zoom meeting. He, you saw him walk past and he's like, oh, is this started already? And he like did this whole elaborate thing. And I think it, it absolutely needs to be that we should just have one of you get murdered on the show. No, that is pretty funny. I don't want either of them to get murdered. I like them both very much. They're pretty. No, it would be it would be made up. It's just oh. ketchup. All right. Well, if we understood all of that, that's fine. But... <laughs> I like you guys. Sorry. Now I fucked up all my lights. <laughs> it was worth it for the audio. I was, it was absolutely just, worth it. When I do my fireworks, uh, I always wonder what uh, the people outside think, seeing like it from the cracks of my my windows. Oh yeah, my neighbors must be like. You, no one should be outside right now. It's the goddamn pandemic. We're allowed outside. We're just not allowed near people. Yeah, you're allowed outside. Six there's so many people. goddamn people. It's so- <sighs> I make sure I walk or run six miles a day. That blows my mind. But yeah. good for you. Proud of you. Would you guys? I mean, marry- I'm lucky. I've always, I've always, always, I've always lived on the water. I've never not lived within a mile of the water. So I always have somewhere nice to walk. I see your Facebook Instagrams. It's pretty. That's true, Jack. You do take some go. really pretty Instagram photos of your of your Yeah, they're called selfies. I got the lights back to well, a place. Hey, oh. <laughs> there is that. You got jacked. All right. I feel like you've gotten to a point. Do we marry fuck kill the first season of The Outsider? Yeah. Well, is there, are there There's, anybody else that anybody to talk to? No, uh, that's really it. I would marry it. I would. Um, I would keep it inside of a yeah, chest. Yeah, I say my bed. fuck because I I really enjoyed it, but I don't want to be stuck with it for the rest of my life. Ooh, Kevin brings the pain. That's a good point, though. I, mean, I thought it was really good, but I don't know if I want to keep it for the rest of my life. We're under the uh, the assumption that nobody really gets married just once anymore, anyway, right? <laughs> If I don't stay married once, I'm never getting remarried. Sure. That's what they all say. Um, if you, I would. Jack, with all due respect, you've never planned a wedding. It is horrible and tedious. Well, you don't have to do a fancy wedding. I would I'd, I'd, do the, the wedding $400 tax house. credit is not worth all of the headache. Anyways. I would marry. I would marry the outsider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the assumption that. I'm going to be a man and divorce it and get married. And the first one is the hardest. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna well, be a pussy yeah. and not and not go get married a second time. Shut you're up, marrying a, one season of it, so you're marrying it in the hopes that its hotter sister is gonna show up, and then you're gonna be able to marry it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I would, and again, I've already I, every time I'm on, I, I point out my I, the fundamental flaw with your fuck, marry, kill system. It's, there should be three, and you have the whole thing is not is that you're trying to choose. Oh no, which one is which? Just picking a random. So I'm trying to think of what I would comp- what two other things I would compare the outside outsider to, because then I'd really have to think about whether I'd want to marry it. I would say I'd fuck it, marry the outsider, and kill Castle Rock. Jack has a valid point. But, but that's a lot of sounds work. Sounds like a ton of work. Yeah, it's yeah, just that's that's a lot. And, and you'd have to compare a series. You couldn't do it as, because it's a couple of movies. So it would have to be Mr. Mercedes, maybe. I've never seen Mr. Mercedes, so I have no frame of reference. Oh, Castle Rock season two is good. Um, I never saw it, season yeah. two. Stop it for one. Because you have to make it through season one. I made it through season one. It's I would marry it, Corey. What would you do? Yeah, it's not apples to apples. Uh, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm apples definitely apples. And nobody has Directv, AT and T channel, or whatever. Nobody sees it. Uh, I am marrying this this show. I love the series. I, you I would. was very impressed. So we have three weddings and a kill. Was that it? Yeah. Three weddings. Three and weddings and a funeral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I would fuck it. I, I I really enjoyed it, and to be honest, I forgot it existed until Matt mentioned uh, that we would talk about it. Three weddings and a bukkake. Um, blame Jack. And I just really wanted to have you both on, so I found whatever my, reason. No, no I, I wanted to be on. Yeah, Why is that my fault? What? I I never suggested doing the outsider. No, no, yeah, no, no. You invited the, me. And yeah. The, the two of you talked about it, and I said, "Hey, let's do an episode in two weeks." I would do the Predator. Uh, we could do the Predator. Oh yeah. Do you guys want to do the Predator in two weeks? Two weeks, Jesus Christ. Well, I may have someone for next week, but I can't tell Corey about it yet. That Maury Povich. Yeah, Maury Povich. Might not be good for weeks. me. Let me take a look at my. Your calendar is empty, Kevin. I love. Well, next you. week is Easter, Matt. I'm going to make scalloped potatoes and ham for my wife. We should do like a zombie Jesus movie or something. What if we just did the Ten Commandments? Oh, well, next Sunday, uh, it's the premiere of Killing Eve on AMC and BBCA. Ooh. Zombie Jesus from 2007 or 2014. Apparently, they're two different movies. Yeah, it came oh, back. Oh, those were actual movies? Yeah, it was resurrected. <sighs> <laughs> God damn. There's zombie Jesus with an exclamation point that came... Oh, that's only 13 minutes long. That's not a real movie. Well, it's terrible. It sounds exciting. That's called a short. God, I'd rather go to oh, church. In the... <laughs> is. Anyways, whatever. We'll church is going to take out. a hell of a lot longer. <laughs> I, Jack, what are, what do you have coming up? Internet stuff? I don't know. What are we... How is this? Well, uh, I don't know. I have nothing. What do I have? I have nothing. Mm. I, if, I, if I kill myself, I promise I'll put a post or something up first. I can be, 
You can read that. See, so like I have we said, like we said at the top of the episode, uh, Jack does have the best of on his uh, indeterminate feelings about a show that Jack's on. That's a, that's a title, right? I'm glad yeah. Corey doesn't drink. Otherwise, this whole thing would just and, be a fucking garbage trash hole um, at this point. Dan and I are actually debating. I kind of want to, if we're going to record a few during this, I would want to record 90s percentile. But he would prefer to do worst episode ever. So uh, I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what will come out. So Dan cares about the listeners, and you care about fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work watching The Simpsons and talking about it. And I like ninety and 90s percentile. Also, my 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 thinking is uh, now is a great time to have guests on your show because everybody's stuck at home. Right, right. Worst episode ever is you. Red sticks is here. Yeah. <gasps> Breadsticks. <laughs> What's up, breadsticks? Hi, you're a pussy cat. For listeners, breadsticks is actually a cat. Who's oh, gone now? Yeah, no, no. For the listeners, Kevin's at an Olive Garden. Yep. <laughs> He's requested more breadsticks. Didn't what get it. Fuck! Just <laughs> holy shit! Here's Olivia though. That was just. I thought I would be able to. Hi, Olivia. That was fucking that was like sounds. The first show. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> anyway, it was so scary. The other cat pissed on you as soon as you picked it up. Jack's having a one-person party over there. <laughs> oh. All right, it's, it's time for my 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 uh, Zion orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I should have lunch. <laughs> something. Do something. Soak up, soak up the beverages from the Russells. Finish Corey, watching The Insider. Corey, where are we? Uh, the end of the show? Yeah, who's... where? Are Why we? does it look who's... like you're giving yourself a stranger right now? Because <laughs> uh, I just did. Other um, people have an O face. Matt has an O no face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like. <laughs> I prefer. <laughs> I prefer when I'm secretly telling someone to stop. <laughs> um, Kevin is not on the internet. Kevin A Howard at gmail.com. Well, he's confused as fuck right I'm now. He's been told he's on YouTube this whole time. His Instagram is uh, quite popular. Oh yeah, half slices with his. Oh, I thought you meant like Mimi. No, I'm all over the fucking internet. He's just not on the Twitter. Internet. No, with an S. Is it? I thought you had a Z. My Xbox name has a Z because uh, some guy has the other one and won't sell it to me. <laughs> I, I want to know who has Jackie No Breaks for PlayStation. That drives me nuts. Did you find out? No. If I, I can find out. my mouse cursor, we'll do this on the internet live. Jackie No Breaks. <clears throat> You can just look Xbox. up PlayStation names. I I googled it and expected results. Oh shit! Oh, and if you're shit. listening to this, you're I, missing an all shit. new episode of The Walking Dead on AMC. Fuck, Matt, what's going on? I don't. No one cares about the fucking Walking Dead. <laughs> a lot of people care about it, Matt. It's a great show. Isn't Matt, it pick done? up on the, on the emphasis. He's trying to say he's done. He wants to get the fuck out of here. No, I understand. 
I, I would literally don't, watch anything other than I being on the show right now. I just don't care. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. I think my internet crapped out again. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Corey, where are we with the outro of this show? Hey, uh, we did the show. And uh, if you like the show, you can you can write to us at pot at gncast.com. If you don't like the show, you can write to us at uh, galacticradio at gncast.com. And uh, yeah, Matt, the people find you, Matt the Lifeguard, on Untapped And Twitter. And- nope. And Instagram. I got rid of and Twitter Instagram. when Scott Stapp blocked me. And yep. on Grinder. Nope. Grinder is Cornhole Lover 69. <clears throat> Brovid 19. Brovid uh, <laughs> 69. Brovid yeah. 69. And uh, and they can find your music, uh, your John the Lifeguard. Uh, on and the if COVID ever stops, we can record a new EP. Because that's what we need. That's Matt. that's why it has to go away. Matt's got to fucking drop an album. Yeah, I got to drop an album too after eating that mozzarella. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jack's got um, poop. Let's get out of here. Matt, when COVID ends, I'm going out to Wisconsin and seeing you. Please, dude. My my road house trip is always open. Uh, I would fly, Jack. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Jack, I have offered to pay to fly you here, so don't even fucking act like I wouldn't. If you ever want to visit because me in Michigan, I promise to get myself a futon and masturbate on it so that you got a place to sleep. I appreciate it. I, I have a I, I don't I never travel, I never leave New York. Absolutely. I, so uh, Corey is about a four hour drive from me and forty five breweries. So you guys fly to me, I'll pick you up, we'll drive down through Chicago, eat some pizza, breweries. get a bunch of beer, and then go to Corey's. And then we'll just put all the beer bottles in his butt at once. I uh, I got a lot going on this summer. <laughs> no deposit, no return. Uh, it's not like Iowa. Anyways, I don't even know what's happening anymore. <laughs> hmm. You guys want to all meet in L.A.? You know, maybe we just pick, pick that so, arbitrary city. Uh, uh, our bass player and I had talked about going out to L.A. to go see some comedy at the comedy store. So if you if you end up there, it's already yeah, on the radar. Do you know who owns the comedy store, Matt? Polly Shore's mom. She might be dead now. I don't even know anymore. Is that true? Uh, it at That's one right. point was owned by his mom. I don't know. I'm if she's, not sure. <clears throat> I I don't know if she's yeah. still alive or not. But if she's dead, then I don't know who owns it. But I knew <clears throat> she owned it at one point. I'm not sure. Yeah, if you want a really uh, inconsistent. Uh, comedy show. Go ahead. Uh, fucking come on, Kevin. No, it's good. I, I don't it's even want to Google it. <laughs> I don't want to do this right now. We'll no, do this fine. after. I, Jack has fucking sunglasses on now. You have a pen in your mouth. I don't know. Uh, where are my sunglasses? Oh, you saw the pen in my mouth, so it's Sick. much much more synced than I thought. Yeah, you're pretty good. For something fun to show you. Jack is protesting that they move back Maverick till the end of the year. <laughs> no, you gotta put it out now. <clears throat> We're just doing dumb shit. I was pissed. Point, I said, right? "Oh, cool! I spent twenty bucks on Pixar's new movie, and now it's on Disney Plus for free." Oh, that sucks. Which one? Yeah. Onward. Oh, um, upward. We should have all seen No Onward. Time to Die by now. What? It was. It was really good. I like. I didn't regret the twenty bucks. Oh, I know.
That would have come out yesterday or yeah. Friday. Friday yeah. What what movie? James Bond. Oh, it is James Bond. Okay. No time to die, James. I didn't even Bond. know that that came out already. Oh, Matt! For Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No. Time it was gonna come me. out. Now it's coming out in November. It was the first thing to get delayed. Are you serious? You me on the slasher app at Captain Temerity because that's yeah. something. I need more to drink. <laughs> All right, I'm, gonna, my, I'm sure my wife is super pissed, so we're just gonna get out of this. Um, <clears throat> that's gonna do it for. Wait, is this it? She's yeah. looking for a long enough movie to fall asleep to while you're bullshitting with your friend. She's put on the Ten Commandments. <laughs> she's already texted me twice, and she's like, "Are you done yet?" Um, just that, once. that's your sex life. No, it really is. So uh, that, tell her, hey, though. Let me see who's texted me to see where I've been. <laughs> oh. Wait, quickly text Jack. It's no. all your neighbors going, what the fuck is going on in there? We yeah. keep looking at the lights in your window. Jack, Jack, where you at, girl? Oh, no, you sent it to Jack Apricone. Jack. <laughs> wait, I'm, wait, that's my name. The, the wrong Jack Pacone has now been invited to a FaceTime. Uh, I'm not says. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wait, yeah, there it is. Where are you at, girl? I like the fact that you use dark. That was that was my dad's do up song. Where are you at, girl? <laughs> also, I, wait until the buffering stops so the dick picture shows up. But uh, not. Nah, don't worry about that. <clears throat> That's gonna do it for the podcast of terror. We will talk to you all next week. Not all of us. Jack, here's your opportunity for do a I, What? Oh, do yeah. I exit or Jack, just, say fun say something funny. Just cut all yeah. this. Bye.